KCLR Live Sport 2023 Talchin Cup Quarter Final Antrim versus Carlo with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete Ori products roof tiles and macadam see danmorrisseyandco.com Well what a journey Carlo have brought us on in the hurling and also in the football it is the Talchin Cup after defeating New York last week now Carew's men travelled up to Corrigan Park to take on Antrim our commentary duo today is Brendan Hennessy and Willie Quinlan over to you gentlemen thank you very much Shane an absolutely packed Corrigan Park and I have to say and Willie will go along with this I've never seen as many Carlos supporters travelling the distance Willie it's increasing increasing all year long but I do know the hurlers got a great momentum behind the with the Joe McDonald there's a massive Carlo crowd here we're one minute from throw in Willie and the uh, Carlo team is staying as selected Antrim have made two late changes but what is the occasion it's been a massive weekend it will be a pity if it comes to an end today but you're giving Carlo a 50-50 chance here today yeah definitely massive crowd in Netwatch Cullen Park yesterday when the supporters travelled travel today as well in numbers bus loads looking down the far side gives them a big chance uh, obviously Antrim are playing at a higher level Division 2 and Division 3 big physical strong team but it's on the day we, we, you know really suited us when the, the ground changed and it got hard and, and we talked to to Niall there after the league and he did say they are a top of the ground team and hopefully we can put in a big performance and see where it takes us today Yeah we have two changes I know I said Carl are on change but uh, Shane Clark is not here and uh, we're missing out on the Palatine man as man Kieran Moran but uh, good deputies in there Josh Moore uh, as a number 11 today and Aaron Ammond a deserved start for Aaron Ammond because any time he's been introduced he's been fantastic and Carl won't lose anything from the strength of those men being in the first 15 as well No definitely not but Shane Clark and Kieran Moran are a hu- huge experience you know a big loss to Love to carry the ball. Ball has just been thrown in here, Brendan. See how it starts. Uh, Connor Doyle wins the first ball and it goes down to the half forward line. And Carroll are going to get a free straight away. It was well gathered there by uh, Mark Carroll. Fury. Yeah, he done really, really well. Mark Fury, the centre back, and Carroll goes. Just cancel a goal here for Carroll. No, oh, oh long ball lucky. just over a cook, but they've done well since the throw in. And that was uh, nice. It was a long pump ball in. Fury did well, hit it in, and just hopped a yard too forward in front of uh, Dara Foley. Andy McIntyre is going mad about the Antrim defence here. Antrim played short. Their fullback is uh, Peter Healy, plus for Naveena. He's the captain of Antrim this afternoon. Owen McCabe from St. Gauls is at left corner back and a man that started the game for them wearing 17 Declan Lynch from the Law of Derry Club also Ronan Boyle is in losing out as Colin McLaren at 10 and Cormac McGettigan the centre half back just down the road at O'Donovan Rossa here come Antrim attacking Carlo from their own half back line position the man in possession Patrick McBride another Nave own player he's at home here in Corrigan Park in Belfast as he moves through the middle of the park they do play a nice running game Antrim also and he goes and takes the return ball inside his own 45 tracked by Colin Hulton Hulton gets in the foot puts in the challenge Carlo win it fair and square the piece is picked up by Jamie Clark and the Bagnestown Gales man does well gets it to P- Mikey Bambrick Carlo come running now as well it's going to be a good fast running game Ross Dunphy he plays it back to Mikey Bambrick Mikey's up to the 65 he's on half of the park back around the corner plays it to Shawnee the brothers from Old Lachlan linking well back to Dunphy Carlo playing with a nice bit of urgency no scores on the board yet early days yet on the scoreboard one and a half minutes gone back to Connor Diley the cracking game last week feeds it back into Dunphy trying to get him into a scoring position off the left Great peg strike. Ross Dunphy sends it in and he sticks it over the bar and I have to say that was an absolutely beautifully controlled move by Carlo starting in the full back lane with the two Bambricks but it all started with Hulton with the interception and you got to fight for that ball when you haven't got it really yeah and they turned it over really well in their, in their own full back lane but the, the pace that they brought it with and up the field patient worked the ball into Dunphy onto his left foot and a brilliant score great start for Carlo yeah Ross Dunphy with the score great to see his dad Martin here today Greg Carlos sportsman he wasn't he won a stack of Towns Cups with Carlo 
and uh, he's here today with all his school friends and his neighbours looking after him here in Corrigan Park here come Antrim Owen McCabe the corner back goes for a long range ball in around the house it goes Mark Fury goes to the guys for this he wins the free and well, he, I know it's only 2 minutes and 20 seconds old but you'd have to be happy with Carlos Stark it's very positive yeah they're setting up really well Mark, Mark Fury's actually dropped in front of the uh, Sean, uh, Mikey, Mikey Bambrick just in front of the full, full forward and that's really suiting because Antrim are looking to get long ball into him and this man is brilliant on the ball it's Mikey Bambrick can he carry it forward he there has he lots goes. of pace burn, pace to burn he's been bottled up by one or two plays the nice little hand pass to Dara Foley he says we'll slow it down plays it back to the middle running on to it is Jamie Clark Jamie Clark from Bagnestone spreads it across the middle of the park Jordan Morrissey Morrissey does well tries to turn outside his man Connor Stewart Morrissey stays going shrugged off a heavy challenge and put the entry man to the ground and in around the corner comes Connor Crowley the pal man flying down the far side good interception by the wing half back Dermot McAleese and they're going to get a free out I'm not quite sure what happened in the end it was a nice move he was with it, but I think we have to credit McAleese he well as up right half back done well he just knocked the ball away from Crowley Crowley pushed in the back and knocked him to the ground with Sancho coming away with it but a good start nice nice and brightly we're moving the ball really really quickly which we need and if we can get the ball quickly into Darrell Foley in the full forward line I think he has the, a height advantage in there we could have it but it's Sancho coming forward here now Brendan yes Patrick McCormick man that's uh, playing right corner back for them gives Antrim giving away a lot of possession that's three times they've given away coming forward Brendan so Carlo will be happy with uh, their turning over the ball in their own back line Conor Doyle he's had some brilliant games for Carlo thus far in this Tolson Cup and has been plugging away over the last number of years the young Radville man much involved that time as well here comes Jamie Clark big big ball downfield Carlo trying to shoot off the challenge referee says the referee incidentally who I didn't name as a Sligo man and a John Gilmartin from Sligo he's from the Curry Club Conor Doreen from Cavan standby ref and Niall McKenna of Monaghan sideline official is Michal Moore from County Down he'll be a happy man his team beat Cavan yesterday Cavan were the favourites here come Antrim looking for their first score that's kicked downfield and it's gone to the left and wide and is that the first wide in the game or second yeah Carlo had one as well. Carlo had one as well. Yeah, that's the second one, one each. But again, uh, Mikey Bamrick just got in. You know, got into the full forward. Really, you know, great battle between them and held them up. And a long ball in, but didn't work. Antrim had a lot of possession. They're after having, you know, four attacks, turned over the ball three times, and have one wide. So they'll be disappointed with their start here, Brendan. Here comes Ross Dunphy. Carlo went for the short kick out from Johnny Fury that time. Headed out to the centre half back position. His brother Mark has it now. That's actually that. Mark Fury, yeah, it is Mark. He's usually number six on his back. He's four on his back today. And Carlo playing into, playing from right to left as Johnny has it and pace has slowed down. But it started at electric pace. Five minutes played, one point Carlo. No score, Antrim. Here he comes again. Mikey Bambrick of Old Lachlan puts the foot to the throttle and off he goes. Sprints down to the 45. Antrim half of the park. Fancies a shot outside to D. Bambrick did everything right bar to finish. Unlucky, as Willie Quinlan says. And it's amazing that Antrim allowed him to get inside that 45 because if they're watching the videos or doing analysis, they know how dangerous it is. And he was a little bit unlucky. He yeah, just pulled it to the left. They're dropping a lot of men behind the ball, but they were in behind the D. And Mikey just tried to get to the D and have a shot onto the right foot. He was very, very unlucky. He was tracked by the, the corner forward. I think it was Patrick McBride, but he hadn't got the pace for it. Couldn't stay with him. Unlucky again. But it's Antrim coming on the attack here yeah, again. Two good running teams. Antrim, Patrick McBride from the Avon Club goes flying, as did Bambrick down the far side. Gets it to his opposite corner forward. Dominic Hill. he goes from a difficult angle he puts that wide to the ball. right and wide and Willie I think it would be fair to say and it's early days yet it's one point apiece six minutes on the board but Carlo are playing the better football it's actually a point
point to Carlo, not no score. No, no score. Yeah, yeah he, sorry, he, he did put it up, but it was wide. Yeah, no, it's definitely, one, definitely one, was wide. One nil, really. Yeah, no, it's yeah one nil. It's <laughs> it is a, a tight game. You know, scores are going to be tough to come by because both both sets of players are dropping thirteen behind the ball and working really hard. So it's difficult for a forward even to get on the ball out there. Antrim doing the same now, but can we catch him on the pace? Niall Hickey coming forward here. Yeah, he's having a great innings with Carlo too, the Uncle Davin man. Here he comes forward. Oh, referee said he's taking too many steps. And if you take too many, you take too many. It's hard to count him as well, Willie, isn't it? But yeah, he tried to step inside the man, but probably took an extra one or two steps. And uh, I think the referee was spot on. Antrim coming forward here with attack. Antrim man taking probably it the first the score, Brendan. Could be, oh, oh, well done, Mark Fury. Great defence from Fury. Great defence. It's going to be a line ball. And we could be coming back for a free. Number seven, Willie, Mark uh, Jordan, to be fair. Well, for Antrim, he was taken out. I know Mark fairly well. Love Derek Mann. His brother-in-law, Niall Bryce, and a great friend of Carlo. And there's another Antrim man injured inside. Willie, uh, seven minutes gone. What have you made of it all? Yeah, in fairness, Carlo defending really, really well. Antrim, you know, attack at pace. You can see they're coming from all angles. But Carlo really coping with it well. The full forward hasn't really got on the ball. And they're looking to get him every time. They're looking to get him out in front. Mikey's doing really well on him. So we're defending well. Only The only thing is we're tur being turned over when we get to a certain point. We're after having two wides in the game. Antrim have two wides. They have a line ball in. They have an injury at the moment. But all going well for Carlo. One point up at the minute with seven minutes gone in the game. I'd say Niall Crew would be very happy with their start. Antrim have a sideline ball about five metres from the end line on the clubhouse end here in Corrigan Park in Belfast. It's at Navon CLG or the home team here in Belfast founded way back in 1929 and it has been the home of some cracking games. Kilkenny and Antrim were here in the Leinster Hurling Championship a few weeks ago. Of course, Carlo played the John McDonough here against Antrim last year. We're unlucky on that occasion uh, losing out narrowly in the end and of course... The sub actually coming on yeah, here. He's, he's in there, 23. There's yeah, an injury to the blood, the blood, blood sub. sub. Yeah, yeah, 23 is coming in for Antrim. Joseph Finnegan from the Nave Breed Club is coming in. It's an early force change for Antrim and I think it's number five is it went forward Dermot McAleese he's, he's picked up the knock yeah there. it was Mark Fury actually it was Mark Fury that caught him it is number five yeah it might be only temporary I think he might be getting a bit of a but he's off the field and meanwhile Carlo tidy up down on the end line it's out for a 45 Fury was unlucky he walked hard but it's still with 8 minutes on the clock 1 point to Carlo no score to Antrim this game is brought to you with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam you can check them out on danmorrisseyandco.com this is vital for Antrim really because they'd like to settle themselves down but uh, I was watching the keeper Michael Byrne he's an O'Donovan Russell man famous club for Kieran Barron Hurling was on the Antrim team in 1989 to play Tipperary in All-Ireland Final Chris Condon at centre half back and Jerry Rogan another great Antrim sportsman hurler as an O'Donovan Rossum man as well his brother went on to be a great boxer which is a city that's renowned for boxing and producing a lot of Olympic medals for Ireland here's the kick this man is a good kicker of the ball Michael yeah, Bourne it's gone wide though Brendan he's uh, put it wide he's pulled yeah. it out there's a bit of a breeze Willie and it's probably favouring Carlo at the moment yeah I think it is you're looking at the flags it is favouring Carlo that was a, you know he had the distance but it just didn't have the accuracy so it's, it's all about you know retaining getting the kick out right and if Carlo can get up the field and get another score oh Johnny's giving away that one yeah it's going to be it's difficult on, on that kick out here come Antrim Carlo in for Antrim yeah, there was an advantage coming there, a bit of a tug from behind. And as long as you can keep your discipline, will you be well in the game? But Antrim now with nine minutes played haven't scored yet. So, you know, you worry away from home, like we were saying with the hurlers yesterday with a Division 1 team coming to town. The first 20 minutes is vital. First 10 minutes has been good for Carlo. OK, there's only one point on the board, but there's none on the board for Antrim. Yeah, defending really, really well, as you say. Are under a bit of pressure. Antrim have, I suppose, 70% possession, but they're just not making use of it. This is their second. For, well, they had a 45 that went wide. This is their 
first free on target. Can he get it on target? High into the air, looks good, Brendan. I think it's wide. But he's got it. No, he's got he's it. He's got yeah. it. The man that nailed it is Dominic McInhill. And I do understand we've a lot of Carlovians and all the boys and girls that headed to the Gwailtocht uh, down in Connemara and further afield. So good. Diaiva Corja. You're very welcome to our coverage this afternoon. Jacob Kern from Air August down there and all the boys from Carlo listening to the match down in the Gwailtocht. So we do hope you enjoy it, lads. Carlo uh, Carlo I hear you say. Tell the ban on T. Willie Quinlan said hello. He was in the Gwailtocht 40 years ago. He still can't speak Irish. Maybe longer. <laughs> <laughs> One point point apiece here we're into the 11th minute in Corrigan Park in Belfast as the Antrim goalkeeper comes on a run from his own goal Michael Byrne over to the far side it goes Antrim have slowed it down a little bit the sub Joseph Finnegan that came on a few moments ago is uh, after sending it downfield he came on for the injured Dermot McAleese and there's a high dropping ball comes across the square and there's danger here Carroll have got to stay goal side what's he going to give oh, away he's given a free inside Brendan he's given a tug of a jersey that's, that's what he's, he's looking at little tug and it looks like a free into Antrim this could be their second score here Antrim from a place ball and it will be just to the left of the post on the clubhouse end here in Corrigan Park have just joined us it's the Talton Cup quarter final Antrim at home to Carlow in this final game of the weekend in the Talton Cup good win for Lee Chester against Limerick good win for Down over Cavan and a good win for Colin O'Rourke's Mead they beat Wexford fairly convincingly as Antrim take the lead here with 11 and a half minutes on the clock two points to one in favour of Antrim Dominic McInhill with that free the O'Donovan Russellman sending it Johnny Fury with the kick out goes long this time Dara Foley is underneath this one Kilbride man and captain gets a good touch on it stepped out over the line Linesman said line ball Antrim and there was no arguing that one Willie Darrow was a little bit unlucky he was, he was a bit close to the line when he caught it so he was always going to be pushed out over yeah he won a good ball but in fairness this Antrim team are very very physical and they just got him and hooshed him out over the line they're coming on the attack again can they get their third score Mark Jordan oh it's not a free yeah. and we're giving away a silly freeze now that's their third free that they're going to get another score from Brendan yeah, you just have to stand goal side and he can go nowhere. You just can't pull down a player like that. You can't have any arguments there. This is going to be the third one from Antrim and Dominic McInhill. Simple task. Just to stick it over Johnny Fury's head, over the black spot. Antrim will lead by three points to one after Carlo got off to a positive start. He hops the ball three or four times just to get the good feel of it. He knows the feel of it, sends it in deadly straight over the black spot. Three points for Dominic McInhill. The O'Donovan Ross man, three points for Antrim, one point for Carlo. And that Carlo score coming from Ross Dunphy early in the game. The clock says we got 12 and a half minutes gone here in Corrigan Park. Willie, this is a bit of a worry because Johnny goes short and Antrim are going to push up here and there's going to be a bit of pressure now it looks like he's going to have to go along so this changes the tactics somewhat yeah it definitely does and they're looking for Darrell Foley because if you, if you can't win your kick out so they've won this one Ross Dunphy has come, come short and done really well he's won it but he's under pressure but can he get it away he's Mark Fury out on his outside still looking for somebody and he's not 14 he's putting him under trouble he's got by him in fairness done well, really really well with his pace so. he's up to the middle of the park with yeah. him he's two men to his left he decides to go himself Dunphy he's got plenty of pace he's done well He's done well. Lovely ball in towards Crowley. Oh. Cut off though. The idea was good. Connor Crowley beaten by two defenders. Out come Antrim. And they do move very quick. Andy McEntee's men. And back helping out is Patrick McBride. McBride with the hand pass through the middle of the park to the runner. Connor Stewart. Connor Stewart down to the half forward line. Looked like the Antrim man went to buy that free. Willie. For me, 
he went before the ref gave it. He, he bought the free. He was cute. He, he went to ground before the Carloman ever made a challenge. Yeah, he's seen him coming and he actually just dropped the shoulder and went down as, as soon as he got the tackle. But we're going to have to be, you know, we're go, we can't afford to give away the, them frees. This is their fourth fourth you know that they could get a, a four point from and they're all coming from freeze and it's just the pace that they're carrying the ball it's very difficult to stop and you put in a challenge and it's a little bit high or a little bit off and uh, it, it definitely is a free referee has gone into the umpire now to have a word and see what's going on yeah, he's bringing the ball in actually Brendan that he's yeah. deeming that there's a, a no, foul he's, he's in having, the full forward yeah, he's line. having a word with Shane Boogie here Obviously Shane has held on to the full forward and he's given away the free inside but if he blew for the free out here I don't know how he's changed his mind and brought it inside unless somebody said something but it's, it's all too easy this is their fourth point and it's going to be this a is is, free this number 15 a bit of a problem four points to one yep. Antrim lead here 15 minutes just about on the clock three frees and a point from play Carlo with a point from play from Ross Dunphy so it's four points to one and we're into the 15th minute the kick out from Johnny Fury and the Carlo goal Again, looking for ideas, referee is saying. That's a free from the D, is it? Yeah, he's given it he's given it a free actually. I'm not too sure why you, why that was, but he's given a free to them. That's a good turn. Nice play by Jamie Clark. No, we need a score from here. Now here it goes. Shane Boogie right down the far side Carlo needs something here get themselves back into the game it's a good ball to Jordan Morrissey Morrissey oh, didn't get the height it into it he left it short he left it short and the goalkeeper passes it out to his number 17 Declan Lynch who started this game for Antrim Carlo left that short it was an ideal chance to pull it back to a two point game but Antrim do lead by four points to one here and what's a big weekend for Carlo GA it's a quarter final of the Chalcin Cup and the number 8 has gone down he's after turning on his knee he's in trouble the big midfielder but Antrim stay going forward and here's Ronan Boyle for Antrim Nave Breed club man he's held up and there's an advantage coming here Aaron Ammon is asking the referee what's that for his arm was a little bit high but was it a free will he? Well, the Antrim man was very clever because as soon as he put the hand in, he held on to it as if it was a high tackle. I don't think it was, there was too much in it, but I think this man is in trouble. Yeah, he went his knee, he yeah. jarred his knee on the 65. He's in trouble, I think, yeah. You don't like to see that happen, but it can happen this time of the year. Goalkeeper's coming out to have a look at this one, Michael Bourne. It's a long way from the goal, but... Yeah, that chap is in distress there, that knee. He's in bother. He's in a bit of bother. He's two metres in from the sideline, the goalkeeper, with this one inside the 45. And Carlos started off very well, will he? But uh, discipline, it has been a problem. Whether they're frees or they're not, they are, they are of the 50-50 yeah, variety, one or two of them. But the referee, I think, no one can, can, have, can have any complaints. It's just the pace and the power that Antrim are carrying the ball at Carlo. And it's very difficult to stop up a man. And as I say, if it's just off the shoulder and it glances up, it's a high tackle. And... Um, they're going to have to be more disciplined you know, in the game if they keep giving away the freeze they'll be outside again half time Brendan four points Antrim one point Carlo right at the 17th minute there's a change coming 21 is coming in on the Antrim team and 21 is Eunan Quinn he plays for Clonaghern that's his club Eunan is coming in and uh, Connor Stewart he uh, looked in trouble and uh, I think he'll have to be helped off the field because he did turn on his knee out there so four points to one 17 minutes gone in the opening half I don't think he's going to continue, will he, is he? It doesn't look like it. It looks like he's after twisting his knee out there. Yeah, he ran he's into, in trouble, yeah. He ran into Colin Holt, and just something that's been pointed out, it's Carlo, two medical guys are out actually looking after him. That's unusual that they wouldn't have their own medical guys. Well, there is a medical guy with him there, yeah. isn't there, yeah? But the chap on the ground is an Antrim man. The chap attending him is, is Antrim, is he? The two other chaps are Carlo. Yeah, it's a nice sort. Carlo doctor is there with him as well. That's fair enough. 
that's fair enough Niall Crew is coming to have a chat with Colm Holton well, he, they, they, were, they were doing well at the start OK, the backs were giving away the freeze and the Antrim man, he gets a nice round of applause Connor Stewart, we don't like to see anybody getting injured but he's jarred that knee and he's going to be out for a few weeks with that and if Antrim are to go forward I don't think he'll be back and I'm not a doctor or a surgeon will he but uh, he's in trouble I think yeah definitely it's the hard ground as well as soon as he turned he knew he knew he put his hand in the air he knew he was gone and he'll be disappointed because it probably looks like his year is over Brendan yeah well I'll have a tenor which he's wearing a pair of blades possibly the worst uh, boot ever for this time of the year twisting catching the grass and you're in trouble straight away or not the boot for this time of the year no matter what the experts tell you here's the kick from the goalkeeper Michael Byrne of O'Donovan Rossa off his left peg into the clubhouse end oh he kicked that beautifully that brilliant is score. a kick and a half brilliant score <laughs> I don't know what you're allowed to say on commentaries up this part of the world but he's got a great left foot <laughs> oh incredible a left footer as soon as he shook it you could see it from here Brendan straight over the crossbar fantastic score and uh, if we keep giving away the freeze in there they'll keep popping him over the bar five points Antrim one point Carlo Antrim in the break in the middle of the park and Carlo in trouble at the moment here go Antrim they're running and running well Adam Lochran Nave Mirra centre forward sprays it right over to the far side now turning in onto it feeding it back to Declan Lynch the pass came from Mark Jordan it was Jordan but Mark's giving it away under pressure good man to sing a song and play the guitar sings the famous Aldi Little song did a gig with him two years ago good old character as well as Ross Dunphy picks up the pieces on the 45 half of the park Carlo need a score and they need one quickly as Josh Moore the rat man takes it on gets it to Colm Hulton Hulton comes steaming down the stand side gets inside Mark Jordan he's Dunphy to his left he's staying going does he fancy one he's coming on to the left puts the foot on the pedal again feeds it back around the corner to Crowley the Paman comes back outside the 21 metre line his support behind him round the corner he goes plays it back Amand lovely interlinking play back to Moore turns back and feeds that's a free that's a free in it's good play Carlo and if they do more of that because Antrim have ran at Carlo and got the freeze and if Carlo run at Antrim they surely get freeze as well but that was a nice move yeah definitely a great move and, and Colm Hulton done really really well carried the bar a long way up the left hand side here you know, got it into Josh and Josh went very erect running at the player got a little tug of a jersey and a star of Foley with the free here need this one really really badly Brendan Chris Blake is listening to us in Melbourne Australia g'day Chris and uh, if you want to know what way the wind is blowing Chris like you do when I'm in Wexford or Portlaoise from left to right I'll leave you with it now so I hope you're enjoying the game in Australia here's the kick from Dara Foley good score and I got to yeah. fight for a minute because he went it up what was important he got that one the Kilbride man Carlo captain gets his first of the day it's five points Antrim two points Carlo now Willie when all is said and done it's one of my cliches there's only a kick of the ball one between kick of the ball yeah and that's all it is but Carlo have been under pressure in the, the last ten minutes it has been all oh, in fairness to Carlo they've won the kick out and they're driving forward here they again it'd be to get another Shawnee Bambrick lays it off Foley off the right peg Dara Foley brilliant score that's a great score now they're back in the game I never really doubted them to be fair five points Antrim three points Carlo Foley gets two in a matter of seconds and a travelling Carlo supporter getting vocal there's a huge Carlo on the far side as well it used to be a six hour drive from Carlo Town to Belfast all those years ago it's now two hours and 27 minutes Mark Jordan's done well gathered the ball behind oh. his back of all places there's a Carlo man gone down injured Jordan still streams down inside his, the Carlo 20 metre line Mark Fury comes out puts in the challenge Antrimand goes for the high long kick and that's got in and they're starting to score from play now Antrim good score Willie but Mark Jordan did really really well working the ball from the left half back position down the field yeah, brilliant score, and we we picked up an injury on the far side. I think it could be Connor Crowley. Isn't, no, it's not because Connor's here in front of me, but it was a tackle 
It was the midfielder. It's the midfielder that scored it. Cottle Hines that scored it. Cottle anyway. Hines got it. But there's a concern for a Carlo man on the far side. So with two injuries coming into the game, we could have another one. And just to confirm for any of our Antrim listeners, Connor Stewart has limped out of the game with a knee injury. And they also lost Dermot McAleese earlier in the game. So two injuries there. Eunan Quinn and Joseph Finnegan are the two men that have uh, come on to the field of play. So I think the Carlo man is OK on the far side, will he? He's but up on his feet, yeah. I'm not sure. It could be a hand injury, maybe. Six points to three. Cahill Hines has made it six points to three. Still a kick of a ball in it, but in fairness, Antrim, to replied straight away after Dara Foley's good score. Yeah, straight away from the kick out, walked two passes down the length of the field and over the bar, and that's something that teams have been doing against us. We're, we, we're getting scores, but we're giving them away at the far end really, really quickly. Carlo win it. Aaron Abbott, good pace, this fella, scored against New York and scored against Wicklow. He's pulled and dragged there. That has to be a free, and he's done well. And he's going to go quickly with it, the old Lachlan clubman, back to his own 45, or the Antrim 65, he sends it, back to Josh Moore, and here comes Josh Moore, Carlo, nice pass to play, Jordan Morrissey lays it off, the runner is Shawnee Bambrick this time, back to the middle of the park, Morrissey, left one short earlier on, Conor Dye looked like he was caught high there, Willie Quillen, and he's a tall man, he's trying to hoof it away. Referee watches proceedings, Carlo bottle up the Antrim defender, trying to come out with the ball as it turned it over, and Antrim under a little bit of pressure, but Union McCabe tidies it up, her own McCabe at left corner back, he tidies it up, Carlo have fouled Antrim in the left corner back position, but uh, I know Conor Dyle is a big man, but I thought he was caught high. Yeah, got two around him as well, and seemed to drag him to the ground, it didn't, didn't give the free, the referee was right beside him, so he obviously deemed it wasn't a free, but you can see Antrim getting two or three around one man, they're not just standing around, they're getting in the tackles, putting them under pressure, turning them over, and they're attacking here, just understand here here comes Ronan Boyle the Nave Breed club man for Antrim downfield he sends it Carlo done well Boogie done really well he stood behind his man Dunphy picks up the break he's got a whole possession there's it back to Mark Fury he's got a great presence in that corner back or half back line he's wearing number 4 today gets it to Colm Hulton Carlo steaming down to the middle Hulton goes for the high ball he's looking for Foley he's got to do a paddy ball and here oh it's been fouled well that's, done Darryl Foley that's Willie kick it in yeah. get your free stick it over the bar he's a big strong powerful man and once he gets in front of you it's very difficult to get him off but he was dragged to the ground done really really well Darryl Foley with the free so that the need to do that I think more. that could be a yellow as well yeah well he dragged him to the ground so the referee is, is definitely putting him in the book whether uh, it's a I take or not he's just giving him a take Brendan yeah well it's a definite free it was a great ball in and Foley I said he has to do a paddy ball and <laughs> he did go for the clouds but he was never going to catch it and he was dragged down but he certainly has to score this free and bring it back to a two point game Antrim 6 24 minutes gone Carlo 3 Foley from Kilbride the captain to make it 4 here's the kick outside the 20 metre line yeah, and Foley nails it he nails it it's his third of the afternoon and the huge Carlo supports have great belief the team can get something in Corrigan Park today. Six points to four. Willie, there's a huge crowd here for a, a Talton Cup match. Yeah, great crowd is, is right. Carlo need to isolate uh, Dara Foley in there and try and get the ball into him one-on-one because he has the strength, he has power, he's able to hold off his man, he's a good fielder of the ball and it's very difficult when he does get it, you will foul him but Antrum straight looking to apply. Patrick McBride, yeah, he's a bullet, number 13, tucks it, oh, it's a great hand in to hold up his move momentarily but Antrim have support players coming through Declan Lynch done well and now the kick will come from the 45 that's gone that's wide it's, it's, Brendan. It's, it's gone well wide it's gone well wide I have four wides Antrim yeah spot on four wides two wides Carlo and the score is that the scoreboard reads six points Antrim four points Carlo 25 minutes gone the rain is holding off it's 19 degrees in downtown Belfast and a little bit of a breeze favouring Carlo at the moment which has died somewhat the kick out from Johnny Fury comes out to 
Ross Duffy, he's on the Carroll of 45, moves it to the middle of the park, Jordan Morrissey, Morrissey looks cross field, gets it to Colm Holton, nice ball from Holton to Niall Hickey, they kill Davin Mann back the other direction, Shane Clark, or Jamie I should say, Jamie Clark, here comes Mikey Bambrick, sprinting through up to the 45, Andrew Mapp, turns it back around the corner, here comes the man from Pal, lays it off Connor Crowley, lays it back out towards the 45 metre line, Clark is back in possession, Jamie, Carlo on the attack, can they muster up a score here, six points Antrim, four points Carlow back across field it comes to Colm Hulton he's too far out for a shot the air Ogman but he'll take a bit of a gallop down the stand side feeds it to Bambrick beautiful turn Mikey Bambrick into the 20 metre line Mikey Bambrick still going lays it off oh an illegal hand pass in the end and he had a man to his right hand side Aaron Armand and the hand pass was just illegal and Willie the referee was spot on we can't argue that yeah, one yeah he done, they done really really well to work Mikey to get into that space and he did and he attacked the back man just at the last second he kind of fired the ball across to Aaron Armand was very very unlucky Peter Stringer could, job yeah could have been an, another score and Carlo would have needed but we're, we're still well we have to fight in the way we're right back into this game 6 points to 4 27 minutes gone here so goal would be a big score wouldn't it yeah it'd be brilliant just before the you know before the half time we need a couple of scores just to stay in the game we can't afford to let Antrim you know get five or six points away because they're going to be strong in the second half as well in the first so it's all about knuckling down don't give away the freeze that they have been given away and try and get that ball up to Dara Foley in the full forward line Joseph Finnegan has taken a pass from Rory McCann now it's back to Mark Jordan sprinting through he's a big man Mark coming forward tries too many steps (laughs) he got excited there Mark took too many steps and it's going to be a a free out for Carlo inside their own four. Ooh, 45 there was a little bit of a, a ball there like the Limerick defender gave to the Leishman yes look who's back at full back Foley, at all the way back they're yeah. covering every yeah. inch of grass 27 minutes gone here with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Cohen a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam 6 points to 4 Antrim lead in the Talton Cup 27 minutes on the clock check them out on Dan Morrissey and Co Dotty now Carlo and Foley come from inside their own 45 metre line what's the option here plays it short to the far side this is Carlo's wing half back Jamie Clark Town Gales man playing it back across field to Mark Fury big man going forward drops the head Fury hand pass to Niall Hickey Hickey didn't get a flight path in towards goal he turns back outfield plays it back to Clark the call from Morrissey in the middle is he on to a praising run through the spine of the Antrim defence here he goes Jordan tented player good ball man turns on to the right couldn't get the shot away two Antrim men close him down gets it to Hulton he goes forward knocks it back to Shane Buggy Paul is still on the 45 metre line Antrim half of the park it's good ball retention however and there's a nice floated pass way over to the far side to Jamie Clark he goes for distance he's looking for Foley in on the edge of the square and he got a punch on that and he could have got a free in the meantime he's not happy with the decision but the referee gave him every chance and he got a touch on it there Foley meanwhile Antrim pick up the break and they'll take it from inside their own 45 and Antrim have got runners and Carroll have been stretched here at the corner back Patrick McCormack he comes forward he's blistering through goes for the shot he's put it wide or has he? no he's no, got it, it over. he's got it he's got it he's a cornerback and he stuck it over the bar but Carlo were found wanting when the broke but Foley feels he might have got something in there the moral of the story is he didn't get the ball Willie but he did get his hand on it he wanted a clean catch yeah, didn't work out he, 7 points to 4 still 3 between them in Corrigan Park Antrim with the score to Patrick McCormick we're just on the half hour mark 29 minutes played Dunphy is doing a lot of covering back there yeah isn't he? and he's taking a lot of kick outs and he's, he's able to beat his own man and he's confident enough you know, when he's carrying the ball so they're, they're, Johnny is looking to go to him as well we were very unlucky if Dara had to got that ball in his hand 
hand, he definitely would have had a chance of a goal because he was one-on-one with, with the corner back, but just wasn't to be. The referee didn't give away the free, and Antrim came straight down the field and popped it over the bar. So, oh, there's a ball given away. Can Hickey get to it? No, oh, we've given away a silly ball, Brendan. Forehand pass. Here come Antrim, hitting Carlo on the counter-attack. It's a two-against-two situation. Antrim come forward. Now it's a three-against-three. Three. He was going a fancy one. Dominic McEnhill. He's got three frees, one from play. He's hit the post. Oh. He's put back out of the cup. Goal chance, Antrim. Carlo's got to be careful. Oh, wide ball. He's a right-footed player, and I'll tell you one thing. He's a left foot there, and it needs a bit of work. That's a bad, bad wide for Antrim. Carlo with the goal kick, but I tell you, Carlo certainly are riding their look at the moment, Willie Quinlan. Seven points, Antrim. Four points, Carlo. Bang on the half-hour play. Johnny Fury's injured in the goal. He's not badly injured. No, it's not Johnny. It's actually... It's, but Johnny's uh, going to get the ball, I think yeah. it's Shane Boogie, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, one of them is injured there. Yeah, he went and, went and block, uh, you know, block on the man's boot, and he... He forced him to kick it wide, but went onto the ground really, really hard. But I'm sure he'll be okay. Maybe just did. Okay, and I just want to pay, uh, say hello to all the Carlovians tuned in because uh, in the history of KSC Law, we had our second highest listenership yesterday to the hurling game between Carlow and Dublin and closely followed by Kilkenny and Wexford a few weeks ago at Wexford Park So uh, in, in recent times. So the moral of the story is modern technology. It's been fantastic. We can't obviously say hello to everybody that's tuned in, but we do appreciate it. And the lads back in the studio, if you send them to 083-306-9696, they might get them because when we mentioned too many people give out that they can't hear the full match but we do appreciate and we'd love to say hello to each and every one of you Conor Dyle wins a big ball in the middle of the park but the break goes as far as Antrim and Antrim has bottled up and wins the free and the man that ran onto that was Ronan Boyle and he has gathered the ball and he plays it across to Rory McCann Rory McCann from the Cregan he comes forward stills going inside the 45 for Antrim back to his midfielder Carl Hines he has scored already the man wearing nine back across for Antrim scoreboard reads seven points Antrim, four points Carlo, 31 minutes played in the opening half here with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Kona League of their own here come Antrim, downfield, true Declan Lynch from the Law of Derry Club feeds it to 13, Patrick McBride he knows the wall was he in the square, they've got the goal McBride floated it in they're getting the goal, he was inside the square but the goal's been given and it's been finished by Rory McCann from Navewera Club here in Antrim he's got the goal I said a goal would be a big score in the game Willie that puts Carlos six points down and it was relatively simple in the end and that's the danger a high dropping ball can do that but he just had a swing at it Patrick McBride and a good old fan full forward uh, Mick Fennell job Rory McCann bang back of the net yeah it actually was a high ball in uh, Johnny never attacked it neither did the full back it seemed to come off the foot of the foot forward I don't know if he meant it but it went straight into the back of the net and that's very very disappointing because we yeah, were he, defending he, really really well and he hasn't been really playing well he hasn't, got, hasn't got the ball much no. in, you know, in his hand and you know Carlo will be very very disappointed with that just coming up to half time 1-7 Antrim 4 points Carlo 32 and a half minutes on the board here in Corrigan Park and there's a few Carlo fellas haven't been involved but that's the style of a game it is here comes Clark Jamie floats it into the full forward line Ross Dunphy got a good score at the start turns a left Whoa! Oh, good score he's got it it could have went to the roof yeah, of it looked like it was going in there Brendan Ross Dunphy with his second good reply by Carlo good reply it's five between them Antrim 1-7 Carlo five points 33 minutes played short kick out Gar- Antrim have got away with it Carlo tried to close him down here's Mark Jordan Mark from Law of Derrick. Every time he goes to Maharafelt, he gets a free dinner. He won't get any free dinners from Carlo as Patrick McBride comes forward, feeds it back to Jordan. Jordan with the hand pass in. Jordan's going for the goal. Shot. Johnny Fury. 
it's hoofed off the line I do believe or someone got a boot to it whether it got as far as Fury I'm not quite sure Jordan Morris he goes back keeps his man at bay Antrim come back in the attack from outside the 20 metre line floated in that's gone over. over the bar and Antrim are taking control at the end of this first half one goal and eight, eight points on that scoreboard two minutes to the half time whistle plus whatever at a time we have 11 points to 5 back to a 6 point lead Willie that goal was a massive massive score uh, was that finished by the tw- number 12 Rory McCann yeah I think it was I was just looking at him trotting back out there onto his right foot and he popped it over the bar here's the kick out from Fury to Dunphy back in his own half back line what do Carroll change here Willie to get it going well because the started well they've come into it in patches a little bit lucky but Antrim are turning the screw a little bit at the moment and in saying that Carroll are still well in the game yeah well in the game but the, the goal was a, a, a killer sucker punch because Carroll had got back into it it was only uh, two points into it and that pushed it out to five and now they're, now they're six so you know we have to stop giving away the freeze we have to work really hard I, I know Antrim are, are playing at a different oh. level they're very very fit they're very That's physical high. That should be a free. Yeah, yeah, definitely a free. Neil Hickey was fouled there. Johnny Fury did a bit of a Bruce, Brab- Bruce Scrabble there. Here comes Mark, the brother. Showed his man. Plays it back to Niall Hickey. Kildavan man runs down the stand side. His player inside him, Connor Crowley. Hasn't got the service he requires. He has the pace and the ability to get scores. Crowley suffered with injuries earlier in the year. Here he goes. The pal man with the hand pass downfield. Back to Fury. Stayed inside the 45. It's all about ball retention for Carlo now. And it's up towards Josh Moore. The young Radville knocks it back between the 45 and the 65 to Shawnee Bambrick. Shawnee Bambrick of Old Lachlan. Plays it back to Josh Moore. Josh Moore in field towards Connor Crowley. Crowley feeds it into Dunphy. Was he fouled? Referee says no. It's going to be a line ball, Carlo. And realistically, Willie Quinlan, with at a time now coming up, which will be four minutes of at a time, Carlo need a score here. And it's, you have to score before half time. Yeah, definitely need a score. They need to work with, the, you know, they've held good possession. But you see Antrim, lots of men behind the ball. They're physical in the tackle. They're actually physical after the tackle, Brendan. You know, they're very cute in what to do. As soon as they get a touch of a car, man, they're going to the ground. So they're a well drilled team. You know, they are working really hard. Star Foley's going to go for it. Yeah, he'll have to go for it. He has yeah. the ability to stick it over. He's yeah. on the 20 metre line, on the sideline. Floats it in. Tight pitch would be a great score if he gets it. No. No, it just drops short. No. Drops short. It's a let off for Antrim as such. It's another wide Carlo. Is that four wides? Three wides. Three for wides Carlo. Yeah, and we Antrim. have four minutes of additional time. So we're into the first minute of that additional time. One eight to Antrim. Five points to Carlo. It's a poor return, Willie, and it is disappointing. Yeah, it's not it's not That's good a great enough. Take just by Morrissey. Brilliant take by Morrissey. Yeah, absolutely flew in the air. Ah, oh, that's that has to be moved up. That was a deliberate stop by Adam Lockrum. Nah, the referee is to bring it up to the 45. Scoreable, scoreable chance. That yeah, was by Lockran. He's going to leave it down. Dara's going to kick this one. So he's well, he will have the distance. He just has to take his time and nail it. But brilliant catch by Morrissey in the middle of the field. We need more of that. We need to push up, Brendan. We pushed up on that kick out and we forced him to kick it long. Morrissey won it in the, me- in the middle. In the second half, we're going to have to do more of the same. We're allowing them to kick out and, and we're dropping back. But when they're running at, running at us in pace, we're giving away a lot of frees. Linesman's not happy where the ball has uh, been brought. These fellas get yeah. so fussy. I yeah. mean, what's the difference? He's, he's outside the 45 for the free. And he comes in. Look, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. He still has to kick the, the ball. Yeah, yeah. Referee is happy enough where he's kicking it from. He doesn't need the linesman to tell him. That's a great kick by Dara Foley. Has it gotten just to no, the left and right? And you know what? Your man didn't help him. He should have no. let the chap kick yeah, the ball. I mean, why interfere right. with a player trying to kick it? He still had to kick it, whether he's an inch forward or an inch back. There's fellas moving two yards, and there's not a word of a linesman. Yeah, like he was 45 meters from the goal. He needed to just you know stand back and let him take it, and, and he stopped uh, him. He's, twice after, from he's it. after being reminded by a few Carla supporters there as well. Yeah, it's, I'm sure he has. <laughs> anyway, it's one eight. Good take by Antrim in the middle of the park. Good catch, Joseph Finnegan from the Nave Bree Club. Gathers it. 
two minutes of the additional four have been played here come Antrim poor enough hand pass to the man that got the goal but he managed to pick it up it was a bootless pass it's back to Rory McCann scored a point a few moments ago for Antrim back around the corner he comes in a looping circle plays it back towards uh, the advancing Ronan Boyle inside the 45 metre line Carlos set up shot but look who pierces forward Owen McCabe the corner backfield that goes they're looking for another score onto his left peg poorly executed cover carried by Antrim and we have to compliment the Carroll defence at this stage Willie they've done well but they've got to come downfield now and get a score here yeah, comes Jamie Clark need the score but we've known up this end Brendan we have a few runners now can we over get the pace on the far side of Shimbugi coming along but need a long ball into Ross oh, oh, cut out. Poor, ball. poor ball inside poor ball Ross has given out to him he says why can't you leave it on my chest he didn't and, uh, to be fair to uh, Shane he just didn't steady himself he just saw him inside and he hit it straight away because he thought timing was perfect for Ross didn't find him Antrim however will clear the ball 1-8 to Antrim 5 points Carlo. 3 minutes of the 4 added at the end of this first half have been played and Mark Jordan sends a brilliant ball across the house and Carroll didn't gather danger here Carlo is a shot good save Johnny Fury brilliant, brilliant save. save Johnny Fury and he wins the free out that could be a big turning point Fury was brilliant good stop play continues 45 seconds remaining it's end to end stuff here they're giving it a go Aaron Ammon of Old Lachlan feeds Gareth Foley in the middle of the park Foley crossfield it comes to Morrissey Morrissey the hand pass to Hickey from Kildavan Carlo come upfield Connor Dyle comes back around the corner didn't get the delivery might get it now Clarkey has it back to Connor Dyle Connor Dyle looks across field now the clock is petering down Carlo not worried about the clock as such they just have to get a score or the clock will automatically beat them the referee looks at the watch it's in the hand of Colm Holt he plays it back to the middle Mark Fury comes forward he's a big unit oh his hand passes poor he puts uh, he had to put a bit of work into it Connor Dial to win it back it wasn't brilliant here comes Morrissey fancies a big one challenge from behind does very well Morrissey lays the hand pass across to Dunphy turns out of trouble puts the foot to the pedal Dunphy onto the left peg pulls it it was good ball play by Carlo the half time whistle is about to go in Corrigan Park in Belfast it's been an entertaining first half but to be fair to the home team they have been the better team Carlo started the better held the lead for quite a while albeit a low scoring affair at the time but the goal for Antrim was a big turning point in the third uh, quarter of that the third uh, final third I should say of that opening half through Rory McCann and a half time score here in Corrigan Park with 39 minutes and 20 seconds of play in that first half Antrim 1 goal and 8 points Carlo 6 points it's a 5 point lead for Antrim do they deserve it Willie? Yeah definitely the difference is the pace that they're attacking at and Carlo just you know not able to slow them down and the pace when we turn over the ball is, is just too slow we're not getting into the full forward line they're coming at all angles their cornerbacks their wingbacks are attacking you can see the scores are coming from everywhere I know they got a got a lucky goal and got a got, we should be a little bit closer but uh, I think they deserve their lead we need to work so so hard to turn over the ball we're not able to get it down that field quick enough Antrim have the power have the pace and they're just able to turn it over and we're getting the scores and fully deserve their, their winning and just to tell the people at home that cheer you here in the applause that's Carlos support it's massive here today well you know the lads will come and give it one hell of a go in the second half and Antrim they're it's, it's not beyond Carlo, even though it have been the better team Antrim there's not a lot between the two teams Antrim got a bit of luck uh, Dara Foley was unlucky when the high ball came through but in fairness to Carlo, any time they got through we've had a few poor whites yeah we've had and we've had we've had chances and if Dara had got one, that one in his hand it could have been a goal I think we're going to need goals to win this game Brendan probably one or two because Antrim are going to come you know with the same power and pace in the second in the second half they have been 
in, in you know at a different level division 2 division 1 so that really helps you can see yesterday Dublin against Carlow that we were in it to the last 5 maybe 10 minutes and Dublin then just pushed away they used the power to pace the strength Antrim could possibly do the same in the second half so we need to be well in this game going into the last 5 or 10 minutes we, we have a, a big battle I think the 4 minutes of the second half will really tell a story here Brendan yeah really enjoyed it hurling yesterday didn't you I firmly believe the lads could do it and I did as well but they gave it one hell of a go you, you put a bit of hurling with Carlow Town I know Willie and you'd be a, a true and true Carlow man but they gave it one hell of a go didn't they yeah the, the skill and the power and the pace that Carlow have and uh, you know the young players and it's great going forward in the future that they have I mean Marty Marty Cabin would be on any team in the country he's, he's a prolific scorer not just from freeze but from play as well uh, James Doyle has been I- incredible you know John Michael Nolan they've, they've a, a great team really enjoyed the game and uh, they, they've given Carlo a great year just like the footballers have as well Brendan they certainly have well let's hope they'll have a good second half before we do hand back Jared Doyle here at the PRO Jared, I said it's a big weekend it'd be a great pity if it ended now we're on the back foot at the moment here in relation from a Carlo point of view but I think even though Antrim are leading by 1-8 to 5 points there's more in Carlo and they have missed a few easy opportunities yeah, no, I don't think the scoreline is fair. Uh, uh, reference to the way the play has gone in the game, I think that was fortuitous goal. Very, he hit the full forward. Yeah, he was looking. Hit, hit, hit the full forward, went in off him. Um, now, obviously, the Carlo defence should have probably taken control of it. But look, uh, we've had chances. Unfortunately, the last pass hasn't worked out. Gone to its destination. I think the lads are playing well. They're being adventurous. Shane Buggy tried a defence building pass and it was very unlucky not to, to, to work out because he had spotted Ross Dunphy inside. There's little things just haven't clicked and if they did click we'd, we'd be in a better position. Unfortunately they, they didn't. Uh, but I think they're playing well and I think there's nothing between them. If we could get a goal back I think it'll bring us right back into the game and it'll be anyone's game after that. Two similar teams here, running game, yeah. Gantrum like to run, Carlo like to run, it's been it's been good. Mikey Bambrick was a bit unfortunate as well, he went forward, his hand pass just went a bit wayward. Mikey twice it was going up for over carrying because he, he wasn't getting the support, he had already made it, the, the burst forward and he needed someone to lay it off to or even gone for his own score. But um, just I think they're playing well, there's nothing between them, I don't think that uh, what is it, six points of an advantage is a fair reflection of the game that I've been looking at Carlo playing very well and um, just a bit lucky that little, cha- little things haven't worked out uh, passes have gone astray uh, but they're trying things uh, which is I, I like them to do I like them to be ambitious and, and always try to you know go for a, an incisive pass if they can see one rather than constantly going backwards and they're trying things today but they haven't worked yet but I think they might you never okay. know and, uh, and on the sporting side of things there was an Antrim player Connor Stewart down and you were the man off air was indicating to me there were the Carlo physics was out there uh, Chris Coffey's the Carlo doctor isn't That's he right, yeah. yeah, I think he's a Joe McDonough medal hasn't he he has I think he has but anyway well, Chris is involved in the backroom team with the John McDonough yeah, yeah he is he's double jobbing with the horrors in football yeah, at the moment certainly is but it was great to see uh, a bit uh, of sportsmanship there that the oh, Carroll medical team went to great. assist along with Antrim absolutely yeah, and that's the spirit you want to see in the GA and that's that's what we have all the time there's no um, like when, it, when something like that happens a ba- an injury a player gets a bad injury you know everybody just wants to try and look after him the best they can it doesn't matter who, which team it is um, there was an Antrim medic with him as well but I don't know whether they would have had a doctor or not but we have Chris Coffey on our backroom team so Chris was more than happy to step in there and, and help out and, and Kieran Nolan as well our physio OK and just before I do go Jared, I said it's a big weekend for Carlo don't get many big days out like the Kilkenny's the Galway's the Kerry's the Dublin's whatever yesterday was massive we know that's over now and the dream is Leinster Championship next year for the Carlo Hurlers but in relation to Carlo people I just mentioned that the listenership uh, to the radio over the last few weekends the Kilkenny-Wexford match certainly Carlo yes I know it helps the radio when it's not on go or it's on the television but at the moment there's texts coming into the studio from all over there's Carlo people all over the world 
enjoying what's happening at the moment and yeah. they're urging on this team so as Piero the county board I'm sure you'd like to say thank you to all those absolutely, people absolutely yes it's brilliant the, the, the county's on a high at the moment the way things are going and fair play to the teams the management teams behind the, the scenes that have been working with them and it's great to get the success because the work is going in on in there all the time between the county board and the management teams over the different uh, senior hurling, senior football, all the way down to the minors and under 20s. The, the work is being put in. Unfortunately, we haven't results everywhere, but the two senior teams, our flagship teams, have done us proud this year and they're really going well. And it's it's great to, to know uh, we're getting the support. And we have fantastic support here today in Belfast. We bring the support in Network to Cullen Park yesterday. It was an absolute fabulous for everybody in Valley GA to see the crowd we had there and again today and I just want to thank everyone for their support and for, for coming to the games and just want to say please keep coming we need the support the players appreciate it and uh, it's great for everybody I think we all enjoy it when we, when we have a bit of success we were craving success for years and there is a huge appetite there in the Carla community for uh, you know it doesn't have to be huge wins just, just that at all to keep us keep the show on the road keep the show on the road and give us the reward for the hard work that's going in from every level clubs Developing squads, senior teams, everyone's putting in massive effort throughout the county. Okay, Chair, thanks for that. The ladies are playing for Man today. We'll keep you updated on that in the second half here from Corrigan Park. It is half time in the Tulson Cup quarter final. We'll take an ad break. The half time score is Antrim, one goal and eight points, Carlo five points. But don't count out Carlo. They're well in this game, even though that scoreboard says Antrim lead by six. We'll be back with all the second half action in about three minutes' time. KCLR Live Sport The 2023 Talchin Cup quarter-final Antrim versus Carlo With thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co In a league of their own With a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles and macadam See danmorrisseyandco.com Very welcome back We're going to the second half in Corrigan Park I'm joined by Brendan Hennessy and Willie Quinlan uh, Brendan, just uh, seen you on RT there last night Next stop, Hollywood, what? Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> that was well a cameo appearance. Yeah, and yeah. Hopefully, I've got a few phone calls there from Hollywood this morning, so hopefully, I get the chance during the week. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> well, what a great day! I can tell the, how happy you were yourself in regards to how it all went down. Getting to talk to Marty Morrissey, of course, in the first half, Carlo giving us great belief that they were going to go on and do it. Unfortunately, in the end, just maybe similar to today, the scoreline didn't reflect on how the game actually went. No, that's a fair assessment, Shane. They were a little bit unlucky. They had a few wides that normally would go over. I mean, Dermot got a massive point in Croker to level that match against Offaline. He went for a similar shot yesterday, just went barely wide. You know, there was a few little things in the Dublin got a score that was definitely wide, but that wasn't the difference in the day. Dublin were probably the better team in the end yesterday, but it was a great day for me because I'm 28 years broadcasting the Carlo hurling matches, and you know, there's a there's a fierce gulf when you come and look at the Kilkenny's and all the great success Kilkenny have had over the years, and we still plod away with Carlo on the same franchise area on the radio to be picking a team from now six senior clubs but when they won the John McDonough a few years ago they were picking a team from four senior clubs and I think they're remarkable people uh, the hurling fraternity in Carlow and that's with no disrespect to the footballing people there's a hell of a lot more football clubs than hurling clubs but I think this will give it a tremendous lift they're great people uh, all the families it's such a small community Shane that everybody knows everybody on first name terms and while there'll be fierce rivalry between all the teams in the local championships over the years uh, all 
off the field they all socialise together the players socialise together they all go to school together work together and I think they're a credit to the county and I think going forward they're a credit to the county and add in Tommy and his backroom team they've done an absolutely fantastic job while people were questioning the ability of them at the start of the year it was a great coup to get to the top of the mountain and win the John McDonough and I tell you it would have been absolutely fantastic to win that game yesterday and with five minutes to go there was only two points in it you know so they fought back they showed great character they showed that all year and full credit to them you know it just wasn't to be yesterday but uh, there's more to come and I think uh, what Jerry was talking about before the break there about the people getting behind Carlo and supporting them going forward everybody needs to follow the hurlers as well as the footballers they've been excellent and I know it's uh, dominant more so in the south of the county but look we've said it uh, before Satanta are working hard in the Carlatown area with hurling and Camogie Carlatown hurling club are working very hard Burn Rangers are the new kids on the block over the last number of years in, in the Ballon Rateau area fighting Cox area and they're doing a great job and uh, you know we need more of that and it'd be great to have more people involved without interfering with the football but um, Bagnastown have proved that it can work Mount Leinster Rangers have proved that it works and uh, clubs shouldn't be afraid to do more for hurling because I firmly believe there's a few more the Kavanaugh's out there and James Diles and Chris Lawlands and Paul Diles and so on and so forth they're quality players okay we're not Kilkenny they're Carlo and as you know they're limited numbers but they punch above their weight all the time and I'm certainly looking forward to the Leinster Championship next year it should be most enjoyable and I think the big factor in the Leinster Championship is for Carlo to stay in it to win a game or two and stay there because you don't want to be seesawing up and down that won't help you just mentioned some of the teams there coming back it's great to see Kildavin Clunny Gall after 15 years uh, having a competitive junior championship match when they went up against uh, Carlow Town yeah that's great but there was always a good tradition in Kildavin I, I, I know a lot of the Kildavin lads very well and they all hurled uh, Billy Murphy be a great friend of mine down there I remember them all hurling down there years ago you know it, it's great and it's not a big job for people to promote hurling and, and get it you know because if, if collectively some of the older people will always tell you that Carlow realistically is a hurling county you know it's trapped in between Kilkenny Wexford and Leash and uh, they've all won all Ireland's you know so Carlow won the Joe McDonald's the clubs in recent times have been excellent in hurling uh, Mount Leinster Rangers St Mullins you know they've got the provincial finals they've got the All-Ireland finals intermediate and so on and I know the years are tipping on in that but they've built up a great tradition in the south of the county and that has moved up north into the county and it's great to see now that there's players uh, maturing in the different clubs north of the county as well and that will only improve and I think what has happened over the last number of weeks will enhance uh, more young people to stay involved in hurling and camogie in the Carlow area with plenty of promotion from the clubs and the county board and from Croke Park because you know I heard Liam Griffin on with yourself and Robbie a few weeks back it's hard to believe that hurling is in, in relation to participant sports it ranks at number 11 and that shouldn't be the way it's the best field game in the world and that shouldn't be number 11 it should be actually number 1 in my book in Ireland that is as yeah. well it's outside, yeah, that's the, top Ireland, yeah. outside yeah. the top 10 players top 10. It's, hard, it's hard to believe yeah. yeah. Shane we're just about ready to get going here I'll hand it back to you so Brendan ok Shane well I will get a chance before the referee throws in the ball for the second half Shane Moore is listening to us in Leicester and uh, there's a big crowd listening to us in Portugal uh, they're related to me I have to say but uh, there's a band that was a storming footballer at Carla Red Bear Red Bear Hennessy celebrates a big roundy birthday next Tuesday Sandra and the gang are tuned in in Portugal and they're listening to the match so happy birthday Bear Quinlan will be up to you there with an old bottle of Corcoran's orange during the week <laughs> <laughs> Willie we're up and running Carlo on the attack 
Yeah, Carlo here, fairness to Conor Doyle. Morrissey held off his man, Conor Doyle won it. Can we get a score, though? That's the big thing. Well, the aim for scores the second half. Conor Doyle didn't fancy from inside the 45. Half-time score, 1-8 Antrim, 5 points, Carlo. Here come Carlo, plenty of ball in the opening minute. Infield it goes, Jamie Clark runs onto it. Jamie Clark, he finds Oh, high tackle. He lays it off. Ooh. Mark Jordan, is he giving a free in? Had to give yeah, a free had, in. Yeah, he took his time blowing the whistle. Yeah, he did. But he, he didn't give it for the high tackle. He gave it for a pick up off the ground. Yeah, well, it was definitely a high tackle. He is nice. No, yeah, you're great. He's giving it for the boot in. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, Shane, Shane, Jamie Clark was definitely high tackle there. It should have been a free in. But Dara Foley has the ball in his hands. We're 21 metres out. Hopefully, this will be a first score. So, yellow card for, looks like number seven, Brendan, from here. Mark Jordan. Mark Jordan. Yeah. I'll have to have a word of him after the match. Good friend of mine, Mark. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a free. And now, Willie, the moral of the story here, and people will pick it up from listening to us on the commentaries, Carlo score here. They cannot allow Antrim to go down and reply straight away. Carlo want to come back and get another one, because yeah. they have to start putting scores on the board. And they do put the opening score on the board in the second half from the boot of Dara Foley, soon to become a daddy, any minute of the day. Hopefully uh, not any oh, minute. Not, not, not today. We need him for the full 70 minutes here this afternoon in Corrigan Park. This game brought to you with thanks to Dan Moore and Co. in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles and macadam. See danmorrisseyandco.com. That's going to be a Carlo ball. It's caught and they want the ball back there. And Colm Hulton wants it back quickly. And he laces it in. That's a great ball. Oh, just cut out. Just cut out. He was looking for Crowley. And it was a foul then from the Carlo player and the referee is going to make a note of that. He probably rushed it too quickly, will he? You know, he let a few players go forward and then hoost it in, but he gave away possession. Now here come Antrim, gathered by the centre forward, Adam Lochran. Lochran has caught high there, that's going to be a free, and that's a well-deserved free because the referee was right there. Uh, Colm Holden to me looks a little frustrated at the moment, that's two, two he's after, giving away the ball, and then he puts in an, un- an unnecessary tackle. Yeah, done on unreal, had to work so hard to get back, he did get a, it was a tackle over the top, it definitely was a foul, but Antrim coming on the top. Can we take this one? No, Antrim just get in front yeah, the and pace and power to go forward again Rory McCann off the right peg sends it across the yeah. field and he sends it in and that's the point it was making Carlos score don't allow them to come up the field and score but they have allowed the couple score McCann gets the furlough for Antrim the Nave Mirror club man in the opening minutes of this second half two and a half minutes played 1-9 a total of 12 points to Antrim 6 points to Carlo that Carlo scoreboard has to change Willie yeah it has to change we need to We need to, as you say when we get a score we have to push up or decide that we're going to drop back into a formation let them come on to us try and turn over the ball but as soon as they get it Antrim the power and pace that they have is just incredible this man has the same power and pace Mikey Bambrick get him forward here here he goes inside the 40 he still goes inside the 45 metre line Antrim half of the park lays it across the Dunphy shooting boots are on the oh, left oh, oh he drops it short under the crossbar should have stuck it over the bar Willie he should have put his boot through that they're the mistakes that we can't afford to, you know at this level you can't afford to leave it short he was 21 metres out Brendan he should have popped it over the bar and now it's Antrim coming on the attack here again and Mark Jordan wanted a return ball that he gets it this time he stayed upfield he takes the return ball from Rory McCann and now Antrim come to the 20 metre line Jordan fancies a shot from here Mark Jordan sends it in he loves his football he's the wing half back and he stretches the lead the law of Derek Mann to a 7 point lead for Antrim 1-10 to Antrim 6 points to Carlow and all of a sudden done Willie 6 points uh, 5 points in the first half 1 in the second half it's never really going to be so they have to get they're going to have to score 10 points possibly 11 to win this match yeah possibly more they're going to need 2 goals Brendan definitely it's a it's, uh Crowley come on the attack again he, oh, Dara Foley barely got it lucky to get it he goes onto his right foot can he get the score he put the boot through it anyway yeah. 
That's a fine oh, kick, a wide, wide ball. Well, I think he did the best thing, didn't he? And Antrim are really speed up everything, Willie. The goalkeeper just grabs the ball, sprints to the 20-metre line, Michael Byrne. He went to kick it and he looked <laughs> at He was spoiled and then he goes short and he plays it towards uh, his number 21, Eunan Quinn. Came on for the injured party in the first half. And Antrim get a bit of space on the left-hand side here. Joseph Finnegan from Nave Breed also running downfield. Turns inside Jordan Morrissey. Nice throw to hand. He creates a yard or two for himself. He wasn't going for the shot, but he sprays a nice one across towards Dominic McInhill. He scored four in the first half. He's looking for his first in the second. Carlo defend well. Keep goal side of him, but he does manage to turn in field. Finds a man this side of the park in Declan Lynch. Lynch inside the 45. Onto the right peg. Didn't fancy it. Back to Rory McCann. McCann outside the D. Carlo stay with him. Holton fouls again and he can't have any objection there Antrim are starting to turn the screw early in the second half 1-10 Antrim 6 points Carlo and Antrim have an injured party who will receive a bit of attention meanwhile Dominic McInhill of O'Donovan Rossa will take the free dead straight in front of goal will he another clumsy free to give away yeah Antrim very clever though Brendan you know when they attack and they see the hand going in they're going to the ground straight away it's happening all over the field and that's something you know you have to work on in the training field it just gives you a, a second option of freezing that's popped over the bar by the corner forward again Dominic McHale that's his I think I'm fifth I was fifth, fifth as well yeah. yeah that's his uh, one from play four from freeze three right. frees in the first half one from play three in the second half Johnny Fury with the kick out for Carlo little bit of work there the hand was in there was a bit of a push on Josh Moore but the young Brad Philly man has done well downfield it comes here comes Shawnee Bambrick middle of the park Carlo go forward Shawnee carries it up to the 45 metre line Antrim half of the park 1-11 Antrim 6 points Carlo here is Carlos Arnam and feeds it in the field that's a good score stuck over the bar Niall Hickey finishes it the man from Kildavan Clunny goal good move Carlo and Willie that's what we're saying at half time they're capable of moves like that if they can hang on to possession and walk the ball well that's a good score yeah, 7 points Carlo 1-11 Antrim in fairness to Hickey got into space and the pop straight great ball by Yamond and onto his right foot popped it over the bar yeah they were found ball watching for that kick out because there was an Antrim man loose at left half back and the man that was loose was Patrick McCormick he makes his way down inside the halfway line up to the 65 Carlo half of the park support play comes through Declan Lynch Declan Lynch for Antrim across field towards Eunan Quinn the Clannaheron club man is chased by Ross Dunphy he meanwhile gets the hand pass away to Joseph Finnegan Joseph Finnegan turns back gets it back to Declan Lynch Declan Lynch is caught by Dunphy again needless arm swinging out of the Antrim man referee's playing advantage the arm is still up the advantage is over now Patrick on the ground. has it, it on the ground, and yeah. Carlo can say they're lucky there because Dunphy fouled his man the referee was playing the advantage and it didn't work out and the Carlo man was taken out running back down the field here go Carlo Josh Moore Colm Hulton to the middle of the park he sends it Jamie Clark Clark comes forward still 1-11 Antrim 7 points Carlo Carlo inside the Antrim 45 metre line a goal will be a big score Jordan Morrissey onto the right peg lets it fly that's a bad wide oh, that's a bad wide for Carlo that's not like him will he yeah and he had the, he had the space you know he cut in really really well onto his right foot just popped it there is a bit of a breeze blowing against him but uh, normally he'd pop them over the bar Antrim coming on the attack again really sharp with the blade they're working the kick outs as quickly as they can they're looking to keep that tempo up and because of the tempo that they play on they're used to that high level and they're running at Mark Fury here looks to get a hand in can he stop him the man is running in is Adam Loughran Carlo kept the goal danger here oh good save Johnny 
Johnny got a parry onto that one, knocked it onto the post. Meanwhile, breaks back to the full forward. Rory McCann, he knocks it back to the yeah. number 12. That's Rory McCann, took the return ball, sticks it in and over the bar. Now, Willie, I hate saying it because the listeners, uh, the Carroll people are proud people and passionate people. And they're, uh, it's now going to be more hope than expectation because this game is starting to get out of reach. It's 1-12 to 7. Carroll are not scoring enough points and Antrim are reeling them off every time to come down. Yeah, you're looking at eight points and it's going to be very, very difficult. And we always know it's going to be tough. The physical, you know, power and strength and the pace that, that Antrim have. And they're trying to get that game really, really quickly. They move the ball as quickly as they can because they're operating at a different level Brendan it's, it's not easy but Carlo you know working really hard trying to get up the field hopefully he can get the next score Connor Doyle on the ball on the far side here, here. comes Connor. he's going for a big one the ref Philly man he really got under that that's oh, a bad wide as well again. now that's two chances gone to begging and they're bad wides from a Carlo point of view if anything they're probably rushing them a little bit will he but uh, a, bit of panic, a bit of panic I'd say creeping into the team as well yeah you're looking at the scoreboard and you're, you're hoping that you can get a couple of you know scores and you're shooting from uh, angles that you normally don't and Antrim just you know getting men behind the ball look at the pace of this man carrying it it's probably you know 15 minutes they're looking at a high ball here can they get into the full forward well, that's a good ball in field really well yeah full forward a good target man goes for the shot under pressure sends it in they're not Lumpers sure are lost. Lumpers are not sure the linesman has lost he's given away he's given it away yeah, and there's a sub away. coming on to the Carroll team number 19 Jonah Dunn from Tin Ryland is coming in onto the team they get out to Patsy Farley with Patsy at our outside broadcasting ready yesterday well, thank you to everybody who turned up and the man that's uh, been withdrawn is Shane Boogie so Jonah Dunn is in and Jonah's done quite well every time he's been introduced to a leader to Tinder Island man yeah he's good he's good players after getting a, a good lot of game time and you know he's fitted he's able to get up and down that field he's good for a score as well he got the winning score again Wicklow and Ockram there a couple of weeks ago so we're not losing anything by bringing Jonah in here come Carlo Jordan Morrissey the hand pass to the fullback Mikey Bambrick who's now on the 45 in his own half of the park sprints forward again ducks one tackle ducks two tackles caught the hand got a push in the back referee is there said it wasn't forceful enough to get a free Hulton he fancied it off the left was closed down Dunphy fans it and trick it ball in field Crowley Connor Crowley he's going to go for it here Connor Crowley good again score, good Connor. move Carlo good score they're trying to claw the way back into it but the man from Palatine is on the score sheet Connor Crowley the man with the mammy from the Roar in and the cock daddy Jerry there we go 112 and from eight points Carlo that's Connor Crowley's first of the afternoon and in saying he's been quiet on the scoreboard Willie they know his capability and his danger and again the kick out for Antrim to find the man in the wing half back position all the time and Carlo haven't closed that down at all yeah they haven't got enough up the field they're looking at their defensive shape they're trying to get, get lots of men behind the ball and that you know it leaves men available for Antrim but you can see the Antrim are working so so hard to get back this ball little crossover Colin Holton over yeah too many steps could be a little bit of a turning point free in for Carlo high dropping ball Carlo really need goals you've said it already Willie. know there's a long way to go and there's no need to panic but 112 Antrim 8 points Carlo they need scores here comes Josh Moore can the Radville man get a score feeds it back around the corner to Foley Foley with return ball to Moore there's no one in around this Moore parallelogram only all Antrim players but Foley, Foley. on an angle that's a great score and that's much more like it from Carlo is this to be the fight back and the start of the fight back 112 Antrim 9 points Carlo another good score and 
They've played some nice football for their last three scores and that's why we believe they can still do well. They are a nice team when they do that and if they don't give away possession. It's a simple game really. Yeah, it's all about getting men forward into that area. As, as you said, there was very little on. Dara Foley got the ball you know, on, on, onto the right foot, popped it over the bar. We're well able to score and he's one of the men that we need to get more of the ball in there. But uh, the last couple of minutes we've got right back into it. We are still six points down but Antrim trying to come forward again. We will get a proper patch. Hopefully we can get a few more scores, Brendan. 112 to 9 points is the score at the moment as Antrim come forward. Rory McCann's got two of the Antrim points, one in the first half, one in the second. A man from a famous part of uh, Belfast, the Craigan. Oh, Ross Dunphy, oh, what did he free. do that for? That's a silly free on the 13 metre line. And you do all the great stuff and go down and get a score and you give away a stupid free like that. You yeah. just, that's a free all day long. Yeah, all day long. Push in the back, it was definitely a free. And you're looking at Mark Fury's after picking up an injury there. Just got a, a tag. Big shout out to Jim Connolly. Uh, Fightwell Belfast tuned into KCLR with his grandson Teddy and uh, friends, friends in Carlos. So fair play to you, Jim. Okay, and good afternoon to everybody, north and south, who are tuned into our coverage and across the pond and across the sea. You're all very welcome to our coverage. And if you want to send in a message to where you are, Shane, we'll read them out after the match on 083-306-9696. That's the dinner's ready. Dottie text line as Dominic McInhill sends in that one, the O'Donovan Rossaman. And uh, he probably is saying to himself, how am I getting so many frees? Because they're... Uh, Carroll giving away a few battles. Antrim are bringing in the substitute here, will he? Gerard Walsh from O'Donovan Rossa. I'll tell you one thing, he wouldn't look old place on the Leinster rugby team. Big, strong, that big, strong man. fella. Yeah, yeah, they've lots, of, they've lots of power and pace around you. You can see it, you know, they're just at a different level. They're working really, really hard. They haven't dropped their tempos from, from the first minute. We're into the 48 minute as well. So. Peter Healy, the man to be withdrawn, the captain at full back, but Gerard Walsh is in from O'Donovan Rossa. Here come Carlo, the need scores. It's 113 tantrum, nine points, Carlo, and the man with possession is Niall Hickey. He scored in this the second half to Jordan Morrissey. Jordan in possession of the ball, runner inside him, stays going himself, turn Turn one, turns two, takes return, brilliant move, Morrissey's inside the 45, racing forward, lays it off to Dunphy, oh, what's he the ball ref. There's going to be an advantage here I'd say, he, he's not given the advantage but Dunphy does well, goes for the shot, sends it in and over the bar, and Jordan Morrissey... That has to be a card, yeah, he has to be a card, lay a tackle off the ball. He didn't give a jet, but uh, he didn't put his hand up for advantage either. But still, Carlos still playing. I got the score. Good score, but great play, Jordan Morrissey. Yeah, great play. He took a 1-2 and popped it off to Ross. Got a very hefty tackle after it. He's going talking to the referee now. The ref did nothing about it, so he obviously didn't seem as an off the ball, but definitely was a late tackle. Six-point game, Willie. one thirteen, sixteen 16 points Antrim, 10 points to Carlo. Carlo picking off a few nice scores. Five in the second Look half. Look at the so space far. here coming, Brendan. There's three Antrim men hacking on the right hand side, and no Carlo men. They're looking to get a score, and they're looking Go to get a goal. goal. Here. It's a bad effort. That's gone wide. That's a let off for yeah. Carlo. That's what I'm saying. Like even though Antrim are in the lead, they're no world beaters. That that scrappy play from the that that should have been a score that should have possibly put the game to bed. But they're leaving Carlo win it, and when Carlo do go down, they're getting a few scores. They've got five points in the second half. They only scored five in the full total of the first half, and there's 49 minutes played of a 70 minute game. Still. Playing plenty of time but Antrim are playing a very pacey game aren't they? They are very very pacey but you're right they're making mistakes they're giving away a simple ball they're giving away a freeze and you know Carlo are capitalising with a couple of scores there's Colm Holden don't give away a free in there because we have to work hard but we cannot give away the no, freeze it's too easy Brendan Remain disciplined here's Antrum coming from inside the 40 he left it behind him first touch dropped it there comes forward he's done well to be fair Declan Lynch He's done well. He got it off to the... It's Johnny's ball. No, it's gone over the bar. Oh, it's a good score. Dominic McInhill. There was a bit of luck attached to it because it was half blocked. There's a Carlo man injured on the sideline here. 
The scoreboard reads 114 to Antrim, 10 points to Carlo. It's a seven point game now, Willie. And uh, this game is brought to you with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. A league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles and macadam. See danmorrisseyandco.com. Carlo on the far side of the park. Niall Hickey. Kildavan man carries it through the middle of the park. Stays going. There's plenty of Carlo players forward. One is Ross Dunphy. He's a scoring forward. Turns onto the right peg. What was he doing with this one? He got caught in two minds, but Carlo come and try and win it. But Dara Foley didn't get it. The cornerback won it and plays it back to the goalkeeper. That was a case of, I think he was on two minds. Pass it or go for the score. Again, should have put his boot through it. Yeah, should have put it. He went onto his right foot, Brendan, and, and uh, Antrim just give away the ball. Can Oh, we just didn't get the ball. Aaron, Aaron Ammond was very unlucky, but Antrim retained it again. Uh, we seem to be getting tired, you know, in around the middle of the field, and Antrim are using their pace and power. Uh, they haven't stopped running. They're, they're making a couple of substitutes. We're going to make one here. Eric Malay is going to come in. Like here come Antrim coming forward. Antrim's nine is Cottle Hines. They lost their other midfielder in the opening half. Mark Jordan scored a great one earlier on. Good interception. Good challenge. But it's going to be a 45. The hand-in came from Jamie Clark. And it will be a 45 to Antrim. Is this the first 45 in the game or the second? I think it's the second. The goalkeeper it? had a kick in the first oh, half. Yeah, 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 he had that the, the first one. This is the second one. Now, right. Here comes the very, very talented man from Radville, Eric Malloy. Great sportsman. Well, he's coming on. He's always a man can get a goal, Eric, if he gets into the position. But the 45 now be kicked by, you've just mentioned, Michael Byrne, yeah. Donovan Ross. A good dual club, good hurling club. And there's a change there because there's an injury for Carlo. Looks like Colin Holton, is it? He's in trouble anyway. He's hopping there on the, on the sideline just under. He's been linked off by both physios. Yeah, so that change has been made. So Eric Malloy is gone in, yeah. The boot is off anyway, so there'll be no further action there. That's a great pity. We said we don't like to see people picking up knocks, but he's got one on this occasion. Here's the 45, meanwhile, for Antrim. Struck it well. Great strike. That's a great strike. Yeah. Michael Byrne. There's plenty of Burns in Carlo. I don't know whether he has any cousins down there, but good afternoon to all the O'Brins. The O'Donovan Rossaman slices it straight between the post and... Uh, Beautiful kick. 115 to 10 points. Yeah, definitely well, stepping away. It's 8 points again, Brendan. Well, we always talk about 17 will win any match. Antrim have got 18 and they're in front and they're in control. Carol O'Man has the ball. Stepped out over the line with it this time. John Adon. But he was pushed, I to don't be know fair. If the ball was over the line. He might have been, but the I ball seemed was, to be held out, was he? I think it was, well, no one else remonstrated. No, so that's maybe a pure not. sign that it was hard for us to see it. But I thought he got a bit of a nudge, to be fair about it. But it's out and it's a line ball, Antrim. 115 to Antrim. 10 points to Carlo. 53 minutes played in a 70 minute game plenty of time but Antrim are the home side they have the advantage there's a huge crowd in Corrigan Park here this afternoon for this Tulsa Cup quarter final and we do hope you're enjoying our coverage on KCLR 96 FM ball comes back to Dominic McInhill and the Rossaman is out around the middle of the park now and Antrim slowed down completely Runners coming from the wing half-back position. This is 13. Patrick McBride, he's been busy, the Nave 1 club player. On his home club pitch here, goes for the shot. It's going to drop short. Johnny Fury gathers it over his head. The full forward tried to keep him down. Johnny went to turn back left and thought the hand gets him out of trouble. Good goalkeeping, gets it to his brother Mark. Out come Carlo from their own 14-metre line. They're a long way from home here, but they'll try and get it downfield. Connor Crowley into the middle of the park. Jordan Morrissey sprints forward. Good strong run from Morrissey. Looks inside, still hops it, goes, he's held, free, 
and he used his experience there Jordan Carroll have a free they'll try and get on to 11 points here just have to start plugging away at that scoreboard Willie really, that's all one can do that's all you can do is keep going right to the, to the final whistle and you see Niall is encouraging and down there he's hoping you know that Derek can come out and kick this one get another score on the board and you know push the kick out try to turn over try and maybe get a late goal and uh, really just stay playing for the 70 minutes but you can see the difference the level that uh, Antrim have been playing at they're you know, operating at a higher level than Carlo in the last couple of years and that can tell in the legs and it's also difficult to, you know, for uh, the likes of Carlo and those teams to, to create for week in, week out to create oh, high ball in re- right into short, the under the crossbar uh, we watch a plane heading for the George Best Airport here flying overhead and over Corrigan Park here in West Belfast Mark Jordan's been bottled up, but I tell you, he walks his socks off for Antrim. It's going to be a, a sideline ball for Carlo. And they got to pump this one in around the house, Willie. I think now they have to start looking for goals. Antrim introduce another sub. 24 is coming Connor in. Connor Johnson of Clonaheron is coming in. And the man that's leaving the field is Adam Lochran. Now, Willie, this is going to be a ball in around the house, but it looks like it's going to be Dara to, to go for a score because... If they wanted a high ball in around the house, he's a man you'd like to be on the end of it. Yeah, you'd want him to be in there, but they're going to play it short. It's a great ball in there. Played. Can we get a score as Connor Crowley? Back around the corner, Morrissey. Goes for Shawnee Bambrick. Shawnee Bambrick back to Dara. Dara back to Connor Crowley. Brilliant good score. score. Connor Brilliant Crowley, score, good score. Carlo, they're on to 11 points. However, it's 115 to Antrim. Connor Crowley with his second. 115 to Antrim, 11 points to Carlo. Nice score. They worked it well, Willie. Again, though, Carlo have to win this ball coming out. And again. Now they're closing off the wing half-backs, but they didn't do this earlier. Yeah, or are they? They're forcing kick. It should be Connor Dyle's Connor ball. Dyle has well it. Done, Connor. Connor Dyle steams forward. Lays it into Dunphy. Dunphy has runners to the right. Aaron Ammon. Ammon says going. He's got a score. Aaron Ammon sends it in. Two and a go for no. Carlo. Oh, Aaron Ammon has put it wide. Willie, we've had a few bad wides from Carlo in this the second half. Yeah, nine wides altogether. Four in the second, five in the, in you, the first half. You can't win a match kicking wides like that. Not at this level, Brendan. And Antrim, you see, they're slowing down the game now because cause Carlo have got a little bit of run on them, even though they're still seven points up. It's all experience. It's all about, uh, you know, using time, wasting time. And the referee has gone down I don't know why he's gone down because he's no more injured now than me and you are <laughs> just one thing and I know you didn't deliberately say it earlier on you said they're playing at a higher level you mentioned Division 1 Antrum haven't been in Division yeah, 1 yeah no one. Division so 2 and division 3 Division 2 yeah. and 3 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah just one of the listeners was back in you'll always get something when you say something wrong Willie they're all in if you say something right yeah. no one's no in. one wants to know <laughs> <laughs> I know one man that's listening and that's uh, Ollie is at home the grandson and he's he's listening to his, his granddad on the radio he's so enjoying it out to Ollie, yeah. ok well uh, we have to wish happy Father's Day to everybody uh, out there today and all the fathers as well and we have to think of all the fathers who have gone to their eternal reward either it's a sad day for some families also but happy Father's Day and to all the grandfathers and fathers uh, listening to KCLR we wish you the very best the Antrim goalkeeper Michael Byrne of O'Donovan Rossa he's taking his time this game is brought to you with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam see danmorrisseyandco.com Willie 57 minutes just 30 15 minutes remaining plus out of time so let's say about 16 minutes uh, of football remaining here in Corrigan Park Antrim 115 Carlo 11 can they do something to pull it out of the fire or make it a nail-biting final five minutes yeah well it's, it's about they're going to need a goal definitely to get back into this game they're forcing forcing the kick out now they've won the kick out yeah. you know possibly should have done this maybe earlier on but they're, they're going at it now and that's what they need to do they have nothing to lose now, here comes Clark sprinting through Jamie lovely ball of field goal chance there's the shot oh, oh what a goal 
That's a exactly goal for Carroll. That's what they wanted. I knew there was something in them. Now we've game on in Corrigan Park with 12 minutes remaining. 1.15 tantrum. 1.11 to Carlo. Is it Mikey Bambury? The ball is buried in the back of the net. Oh, there's a strike. There's a strike. The linesman had to see that. He had to see that. Niall Carew was losing the mind. There's a Carlo fella taken out off the ball there. The, goal, the goalkeeper is acting the mick down here, I think, is he, Willie? Yeah, well, he came out the way he took that kick out the last time. There's definitely nothing wrong with him. He's, he's wasting time. It, it, de- there's a second goalkeeper warming up here, but he doesn't look injured to me. See what the kick out is. It's, it's just about wasting time. He looks like he's... Yeah, Mikey Bambrick. Yeah, Mikey Bambrick. Yeah, Mikey yeah, yeah, brilliant goal, actually, by my... It was a great move. They pushed up. The referee's actually calling the man now. He's yeah. calling Noel Dyle, though. No, he has to call the Antrim player because yeah. there was a strike there. Well, if and there's a strike off the ball, it's a red card. He has to go. He hit him. Yeah. He hit him. He hit him. If the linesman has told him it's a strike, it's a red card. He has to go. It's a strike. He took him clean out, coming out. He's That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. That's yeah. amazing. I was amazed at Michal Donoghue last night on the Sunday game. He said the decisions that went against Dublin and Dr. Cullen. Well, he was looking at the wrong game, Brendan, because <laughs> most of the decisions went to Dublin. Oh, that was a bit of gamesmanship for Michal because he won it. Out to the middle of Connor Lyle. I said there's something in these Carlow lads. They'll go down with a fight here and they're coming forward. It's 115 to 111. Connor Stez going. Feeds it back outfield. Derek Malloy, the two Radfilly men linking well together. Malloy back to Jamie Clark. Carried that ball through for the goal from uh, Spambrick a few moments ago. Now it's with Crowley over on the right hand side Conor Crowley turns back inside his man throws it onto the left peg he didn't oh. get to dispatch it with good accuracy he sent it in too low he didn't dispatch it well and Antrim come back out Carlo well in the game 115 Antrim 111 Carlo they're giving it everything the referee said there was a hand on the back from Ross Dunphy the free will be to Mark Jordan and Mark Jordan of Love Derrick and Antrim takes it forward Antrim come forward through their number 21 Union Quinn Quinn sends it in and Carlo defended and Carlo defended well through the full back the older man Mikey Bambrick has it He's on the run on the far side. The hand pass to the Clunny Gall killed Avonman. That's Niall Hickey. Hickey down to the 65. Now to the 45. Runners inside is Eric Malai. Malai gives it to Dunphy. Dunphy goes through. He's held up by the Antrim man. Antrim stood goal side of him. Back to Hickey. Was he fouled? That has to be a free. Oh, referee. Was he fouled, Willie Quinlan? Said he got the ball first. He seemed to knock it away from Hickey. Uh, I think it was a good tackle, Brendan, in fairness. But Carlo really putting uh, Antrim under pressure here. Well, Carlo finishing strong. Yeah, very, very strong. And that's a very brilliant goal. Can we get another goal and get right back into this game? There's four points in it. What have we got? 60 minutes gone loads of time in the, in and this the mark game, has been called yeah. by Crowley on the far side he's called the mark this will bring it to a three point game uh, to a two point game rather uh, sorry to, uh, it's 115 to one he went for it he nearly got it the goalkeeper stopped it with his foot on the goal line did he go for that by accident or by did it drop short a little bit, Willie? Oh, my God, yeah, that put him in the back of the net. It could have been a goal, but the keeper just got his foot to it. But we need all the points we can get. There's still 10 minutes in it, Brendan. They should be popping those ones over the bar. Should be popping them over the bar. The Carlo crowd, that travelled in huge numbers. Feel there's something in the Carlo obviously. Just can't let Antrim score another one. It's 115 Antrim, 111 Carlo. Nine minutes remaining in Corrigan Park in downtown Belfast. As here comes the big midfielder, he's got space. Cole Hines lays it off. Discipline the name of the game. Carlo can't foul. Carlo defended it well. No, oh, he's given the free. I he just said it's a can't give away the free. Niall Carew shakes the head and says, Why did we give away that free? You can't afford that. 115 will soon become 116, and we're back to a five point game, Willie. 
but Carlo have had a good purple patch but Willie they've had some very poor wides in the second half yeah yeah very poor wides we've had five, five I say in the first half four in the second and you know there's something that, that you have to learn every time you go out but that free should have been popped over the bar that would have been back down to three we could have pressed the kick out maybe turned it over we're going to need another goal Brendan but they're not going away they're trying really really hard they're, they're putting everything into it this free could you know, really put it back to five points, bring it to 116 to 111. It's directly in centre of the D. Uh, well, Dominic McIntyre has been steady all day. And yeah, he's always it over. Scored out. Now, Johnny Fury's kick out is very, very important here. It's now 116 to Antrim, a total of 19 points. 111 to Carlo. That's 14 points. There's five between them. And Antrim bring in another man. Patrick Finnegan from Nave Breed is in on the Antrim team, wearing number 22. And the man that's been withdrawn is the number 12, Rory McCann. Scored two points in this game. So that change has been made. It's a packed Corrigan Park this afternoon in Belfast. Connor Crowley from Palace back gathering for Carlo. Moving forward. Here come Carlo. They have to keep retention of this ball. It's with Josh Moore of Radville. He gets it in towards the middle of the park. Connor Dyle of Radville. Big man Connor carries it forward also. It's a little lateral from Carlo, but it's all about keeping possession. The Carlo support is huge. They're urging them on as it comes to Jordan Morrissey. Morrissey across Derek Malloy. Inside the 45. Beautiful ball to Aaron Ahmed. Aaron Ahmed rests it on. Down to Dunphy on the end line. Dunphy's got to get a man behind him and play it back to him he turns the corner goes on to his left peg tries to finish it off he does finish it off it's a beautiful score Carlow finishing strong Willie Quinlan and they need more and more of that 63 and a half minutes gone 116 Antrim now 112 to Carlow can they pull this one out of fire it's been enjoyable it's been good it's been sporting Antrim goes short with the kick out Willie Ah, we just be you need to be more patient and Ross was patient that time because he beat two men onto his left foot Oh, brilliant tackle by Malloy. Does he drag him to the ground? He doesn't count. Yes, well done, Eric Malloy. Oh, it's a free in. Carlo. That's a black card as well. Brendan, he him to the ground. It has to be a black card. This will be interesting. Carlo have to free. Lads, just walk away. That's all you do when you get a free. Don't get involved. Malloy's been brilliant since his introduction. There's an Antrimon injured, and I think he's going to make a meal of this, but I have to respect the chap if he does go down injured, will he? We can't. Uh, safety is paramount here, and he's entitled to his treatment. Well, he was exceptional, though. He, exceptional. He tackled two, two men, won the ball back, got dragged down himself, and then and th- this man is down. It's number 18 from Antrim. Is it going to be a, It is a black card. Yeah. 14. Number four is gone, Brendan. Gone off the field. So four is gone. McCabe. And he won't see any more of the game either, will he? Because no. there's only six minutes uh, of normal time remaining, plus out of time. Now can Carlo put the pressure on? Can we press up and get the few last few scores? You know, we, there's loads of time. We still can get four points in this game and bring it to a draw. But the way the game goes now, Conor Doyle has the free, right? They can't really crowd the square because if Antrim break and the counter-attack, you're caught. Yeah. So they just have to mind the ship. This has to be a score, no matter what Conor is going to do. So he's putting it on the ground. He fancies this from a long way out. And Carlo's just got to be aware if it comes back off the post. Someone's got to stick in that onion back I think they should work a short free Brendan and just retain, retain the ball try and work a score like they have been doing here's Connor. oh no. Ross has it oh lucky no. Ross Connor hit it forceful yeah it's a wasted opportunity it's a wasted opportunity it's something when you do, when you don't do the whole game when you're not taking the freeze you know why should we be doing it the last six or seven minutes oh, short. they should have went short retained the ball Try and get their score. Now, you know. now, in saying that, to be fair to Connor, if he had stuck it over the bar, we'd be saying different. Uh, yeah, I understand that, but how many times yeah, did that it, happen? Yeah, it didn't work out, yeah. It didn't work out. That's high. Free out, Antrim, or advantage, Antrim. Aaron Ammon left in the arm there. That advantage should be over now. Referee is telling Antrim to stay going. Patrick McBride, 116 to 112, a four point game. Carlo chasing down Antrim. That's high as well. That's ridiculous. That's stupid from Carlo, Willie. Yeah. I have to say, now he's gone as well. 
I think he's I gone. I don't think so. I think it could be a yellow card. It was, it was a high tackle. He didn't actually drag him to the ground. He put in the high tackle, but I don't think it was. <laughs> the referee was looking at it, and he goes to the linesman for backup. Well, I'm all. Yeah. I'd always encourage that, but uh, it was high, all right, wasn't it? Definitely was a high tackle. Yeah. yeah, could be a yellow. I don't think it's a black. Yeah, Jamie Clark. He's calling back to Bangladesh. Oh man, if he gave a black a few minutes ago, he could even it up here. He could even it up. It is a card. It's, on a, it's all of which one. It's hard to see it. We're so far I away. I think it's a yellow. Well, we know by the reaction of the player. Uh, Dara Foley is over there as well. It's black, is it? It's a black card. Yeah. Yeah. He was always going to do that. If the last one hadn't been black, that wouldn't be black. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Yeah. So 14 apiece. We're going to Peter up with here. Four minutes of normal time remaining. One 16 Antrim. One 12 Carlo. The free for Antrim. They'll take all night to kick it. But there will be a lot of added time as well, Willie. So you could be looking at possibly another eight minutes of football even though there's 66 minutes played in a 70 minute game correct me if I'm wrong yeah definitely Yeah, there could be a couple of minutes it's all about you know trying to turn over this one trying to get up the field and they're going to need a goal to win it anyway but you know the Caliport Antrim to get the next goal and Antrim coming really really strong they'll hold on to the ball as, as long as they can and try and eat into this team they're going forward into the full forward he does yeah, get the ball in his hands Brendan got they're the looking for a goal now good defence Gone over the bar, yep. and it could be the killer blow for Carlo. They went looking for a goal, but it's been hoofed in over the bar, and they've made a fair few replacements, Antrim, and they're directing proceedings. The man that scored it, 22. 22, Patrick Finnegan from the Nave Breed Club. It's now 117, a total of 20 points to Antrim, 112 to Carlo. That's uh, 15 points. Carlo about to bring in another sub, Derek Curran from Radville, and it looks like. Finbar Cavan of Palatine is coming in as well. There's still plenty of time, no need to panic, but five points is a long way to claw back. Can they bring it to extra time or can they get something out of it? Conroyal. Back out to the wing half forward position. Mark Fury in possession, spilled it. The Seagulls and Belfasters and the intelligence of the ones in Croke Park. They're coming in, knowing that the game is coming to an end. Was that a push in the back? Referee says no. Free out, the man had no free in. Niall Hickey was the man who seemed to be pushed, but it wasn't illegal, the referee said. And Antrim come forward. And Carroll got players back behind the ball. Mark Jordan, he's worked well for Antrim at wing half back. Here come Antrim coming forward. Patrick McBride, lovely turn from the number 13. Intelligent ball, back to the man that scored a few moments ago. That is Patrick Finnegan. Finnegan goes for the shot. That's gone in, and you can say good night, Dick, to the Talton Cup because Antrim are going to march on to a semi-final draw in the morning at half past eight. They've got the scores, 118 to 112. It's a six-point game. Carroll Wedding put in their two subs, and it looks like that's game set a match, Willie. Yeah, they're just after steadying the ship there with the last two scores, and uh, really, it's it's a tough tough one to ask, six points up. It was always going to be tough. In fairness, they've given every single thing that they can to a man. You know, they were brilliant on the day, came back really well, got a great goal, and were unlucky. Had probably too many wides, but they're still coming forward here, Brendan. Sure, Mikey Bambrick! Mikey Bambrick! Oh, oh, he's blazed and white. He's blazed and white. He's blazed and white. Here's the two subs. Number 20 for number 5. So Niall Hickey has been withdrawn and 20 goes Dara in Curran. on the Carlo team, which is Dara Kern of Ratville. Good young player, Willie. Yeah, exciting player. Very Lots of pace, and lots Connor, of power. Connor Dyle has been withdrawn and in goes Finbar Kavanagh from Palatine. Well done, Connor. He's had a great campaign. He's really worked hard, the young Ratville man. We had a chap with his dad, Noel. Earlier on, who was a great servant to Radville and Carlo also. So uh, he's a very much improved player as well, Connor, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. He's a tough day at the office today, hadn't he? Well, it's very tough out there. You know, it's a physical game. It's uh, you know they were up and down. They had to work really, really hard. 
Well done. This man done very, very well. Jonah done, done oh, really well. Brilliant play with the Tin Five minutes of additional time. So we've one minute to go from the time. So five minutes to go. Here come Carlo. They need goals. Go- oh, that's a free. That's a free in. That's a free in. He's chopped down coming through. He's first touching Dara Kern. And he was coming through like that's, a train. That's the pace that he brings. He, yeah, he's, he's very direct. He's run straight at two players, went through the middle of them, and he was took down. So, you know, it's, it's great to have them kind of players coming on. Very young as well. He's still only 19. Five minutes of additional time. Foley with the free. Has to score it. Dara Foley sends it in. Great score. One 13 to Carlo. That's 16 points. It's 118 to Antrim. 30 seconds of the five minutes have been played. Foley with another one for Carlo. Now, Willie. It's simple, people at home know it's simple to have to win the kick out here and they've got to cover every Antrim player. It's 14 against 14. Yeah, you can see they're pushed right up on them but it's, uh, you know, it is difficult. He's going, he's going to, they're trying to force him to go along. It's all about winning the breaks. Can they turn it over and get the next score? It's been a fantastic competition this Talson Cup. Lee had a great win yesterday. There's the kick out. Carlo win that ball in the middle of the field and he's done well again. Dara Kern gets it as far as Jordan Morrissey here come Carlo now two on the right two on the left Morrissey goes to oh, oh, that's a rugby well. tackle that's another black card that's a rugby tackle that's a black card I tell you it could be red it could be red but it's black it's definitely black yeah he took one for the parish there he took one for the parish Ernest Morrissey the space opened up he was driving through it if he was gone he'd gone another step maybe a hand pass to a man outside him but he was dragged to the ground they were never going to allow him get in to get a second goal and it will still be a four-point game if Dara sticks us over the bar. The man that's gone is Ronan Boyle, the Nave Breed man. He came on as a sub. He's gone now. And here is the... Uh, well, he actually started the game, Ronan. Yeah, he 18 did start. Here's Dara Foley. He's got to get this to bring it to a four-point game. Still four minutes remaining, Willie. A little less than four. Foley sends it Pops in. It four points between the sides. Is there a turn for Carlo here? The finish strong, but Antrim to their credit have played a great running game. Willie, one thing I've said, it's been a great sporting match. Yeah, absolutely. And and you have to say, Carlo, uh, you know, over over the year, they have never stopped, even, you know, six, seven points down. They stayed dri- driving on. Uh, at one stage, I think they were seven points down here, but they've give, given everything, Brendan. Can they turn over the kick out to get the next score? There's probably three minutes left in the game. Out to the middle of the park it goes. Up goes the Tinner Island man, breaks the ball, but it breaks favourably towards Joseph in. Here come Carla, Bambrick is on the run, here he goes, the old Lachlan man, steaming through the middle, he has to have a plan B this time, gets it as far as possible, he's bottled up, he gets it to his brother Shawnee, Shawnee oh, got the free, Carla have a free in, this and Antrimer falling down with tiredness, 118 to 114, this will bring it to a three point game, and still plenty of time on the board, 72 minutes and 45 since left, uh, gone, <laughs> Left. Not left, gone, <laughs> gone, and there's five minutes of additional time. So when that clock hits 75, it should be up. Here's Foley outside to D to bring it back to a three-point game. Dara Foley, the captain from Kilbride, sends it downfield. No, no, what like Carlo? It's a three-pointer. Will you go and take us extra time? I believe they can get one. Do you? Yeah, if they, they have an extra man, they just need to turn over this. They have it now because there's 14 against 14. Clark is gone. Yeah, but there's, a, there's two black cards. Oh, there is, sorry, yeah, Willie. Yeah, I'm getting carried away. Here come Antrim. Antrim That's got close to the side. Don't foul. Don't foul. Stay disciplined, Carlo. Here come Antrim. First attack they've got in a while. Carlo bottled them up. They've just got to remain disciplined. Get the hand in. Keep them going. Good play. Oh, Carlo. brilliant, Carlo. Oh, there's a free out. He's, oh, he gives a free against Carlo. And the jersey was pulled off Dara Kern. Dara Kern won a great kick. Dara Kern was going absolutely mad. That's a terrible decision. Yeah, really. terrible decision. That's a hometown decision. He got a hand in, he knocked away the ball, and he turned it over, and he gives a free to Antrim. That, that's, a, that's not a good. 
The jersey was pulled off his back. Yeah, jersey was pulled off the collar. <laughs> That's a terrible call. That's away, disgraceful. Yeah. It's disgraceful. Yeah. Disgraceful. It's probably the only bad decision that he made in the whole game, but yeah. it's, a, it's a decisive. He's made a bags of it. Yeah. Here come on, probably get a score off it. Here they go. They're fine in space. They're fine in space. There's the ball going across the field. He won't give a free now. He's afraid to give it. Carlo have defended it well. They've got to stay disciplined. Stay goal side. The clock ticks down. 74 minutes, 40 seconds remaining. Antrim on the attack. Mikey Barnbrick says goal side of his man. If Antrim keep the ball, they'll win the game by three points. 118-115. Here come Antrim. Outside their own 45. The ball's with Antrim. 17. He started the game. Declan Lynch. Can he finish it for Antrim? Mark Jordan. He had a great game. Feeds a beautiful one inside. Here's a fisted effort. And Antrim sticking over the bar. But they rattle to the core in the last few minutes by a gallant Carroll team. But the man who's been a talisman for Antrim all afternoon, Dominic McEnhill from the Rossa, sticks that one on over the bar as Kieran Bard in the pass for the Rossa hurlers. And uh, in a great year, they had an 89. Can Carlo come down field? Four points is probably too much. 119, 115. Here come Carlo on the attack. Morrissey floats it in around the house. Up go Carlo, breaking ball. Antrim a three men back there. Mark Jordan is one. And it is two players injured in the middle of the park. Play stops. It's all over. No, it's not. He blows, is it the full time whistle? Yeah, it, it is. Full time, but he was blown for the injury. 119 to 115. Have to be fair. I thought he did a good job, John Kilmartin, but I thought that decision at the end was absolutely diabolical. And the Carlo players are remonstrating. And Daryl Kern goes over to him. And you know what? Young Kern is dead right to go over there. I thought it was a scandalous decision. However, it probably didn't beat Carlo today, but you'd like fair play. Yeah, exactly. Well, there was three points in it at the time, Brendan, and, and that decision gave, you know, Antrim that. Uh, to go ahead and get the four point but Carlo were incredible like, as we said there were seven points down at one stage came back two or three times just the first ten minutes in the second half allowed Antrim to uh, get the, the couple of points ahead but they never gave up you know, to a man they were incredible Dara Cohn coming on as a sub he was exceptional turned over two or three balls was very unlucky with this one Carlo gave everything as we said they've given us a great year this year probably six championship matches uh, you know a long time since we play, we've played six championship matches we've won three out of out of the six um, unlucky today we came up against a, a strong physical team in the Rome home run we had chances to win it as I say we had 11 wides Brendan in the game Antrim had six and that probably told the tale they win by four uh, points and the Carroll wides in the second half they were poor there was a few bad options some of them they were very poor we got a free from 21, 21 yards I don't know if he went for the goal but he left it on the goalkeeper's boot he could have popped that one over the bar and would have brought it back to three keeper saved it went down the field went to four went to five we fought back we had to fight back so many times but you know the courage that they show and the appetite for the football it only can you know bear fruit and looks good for, for Carlo in the future it's a great sporting game it was always going to be difficult to come up here and win Willie but I tell you that I did say and you said it's not about us but we have to give the people at home and abroad uh, belief they gave it one hell of a shot to be fair there was no man found wanting out there and I, to be honest it didn't make a difference at the end but when there was three points in it that was a cruel call yeah, crucial, a crucial call, and you could see Niall Carruth, who, who, who normally, he's, yeah, normally he's calm on the line. He, he, uh, he was very, very upset with that because Dara Curran knocked the ball away from the Antrim, and he got a tug of a jersey, and the referee deemed that that Dara pulled the jersey himself. I don't think he did. We're right in front of it here, but uh, a brilliant effort from every single player out there. You know, I can see Colm Hulton limping. Hopefully, he'll be okay, and his injury won't last too long. But one thing I'm going to ask Niall, and I know he's got to pick his team, and all the lads have been a huge effort, but Dara Curran for me with the form he assured at Radville yeah. I can't understand why he's not in the first 15 no I was talking to his dad this morning and he yeah. said he picked up an injury right. a, 
in the, in the Wicklow match in, in, in Ockram right. an ankle injury and it took him till last week or the last two or three oh, weeks to enough. get back to where he was yeah. so this is where he didn't get on but you see how player. exciting the player he is he looks to get forward quality, he's strong yeah. big strong player you know and uh, he's you know he's one that's going to come on next year in the next year or two we were talking to the Clarks uh, dad Tom earlier on it took them three years to break it into the team but you know you have to be patient you can't you're not going to join the team and expect to be on it unless you're an exceptional player you know within six months or a year it's about patience it's about knuckling down you know getting that strength and, and condition into into the body into the legs and that's what players need to need to be doing and if we can do that in the next couple of years and bring on another couple of players added to this panel there's no re- reason why we can get out of Division 4 next year They're a good running team aren't they and, and I said it to you a few times that was a great sporting game and we can't take anything from Antrim because from the off Carlos started well Antrim got back into it and both teams played a similar style and it was an enjoyable game and you know there's a lot of criticism of Gaelic football in the modern day about the way it's gone and they blame Ulster this and Ulster that we can't blame Antrim I mean they went for it they played up and down stuff all day as did Carlo and as a spectacle it was a good game of football yeah they defended when they had to defend but they got up and down the field and at pace and just that little bit of experience that they have from going up to, to Division 2 and Division 3 uh, you know you can see it they held on to the ball really well they had the runners left right and centre they were able to create space you know in the Carlo when Carlo started to get tired but you have to hand it to Carlo they really played for 70 minutes we didn't go away we tried everything we got lots of ball in we were unlucky at times could have got the scores brilliant game to watch I'm sure the support uh, re- it was huge yeah, yeah it was huge and they really enjoyed the game here you can see lots of crowds look at the Carlo jerseys on the field it's great for the kids great for the, for the parents to get you know to get such a run but it's great overall because we've been at Carlo matches in the past and there wouldn't be 10 people at, with all due respects right? there's more right. than 10 but you can get what I'm coming at That's you right. know we've been in the, all over I was here at Tommy Murphy matches in Caseman Park a number of years back Carlo had a good enough team that time it's never massive and, and in the current climate it's difficult for people to be travelling I mean, 25 quid into the hurling yesterday travel to Belfast today buy tickets buy a bit of group this is not cheap yeah not easy to do and uh, you know lots lots of people came up yesterday so that would have been an added expense on them but uh, it, it's great to see and it adds to the atmosphere of the game when you have big support the, the players feed off that if you're listening to the sideline every score you get every, you know, every ball that you win that there's a big surge from the crowd it can just give you that boost that you need I'm sure the players will talk about as, as that as well you need there a 16 man on the so you get the support you know you see the support that the Carlo Hurlers got yesterday it was fantastic biggest crowd that I've seen in, in that watch Cullen Park in years and deservedly so and deservedly so they deserved it and the footballers deserved that today and they have the they have the support out there and you know really deserved it unlucky on the, the, the Antrim just about probably deserved to win there were four, four points in it in the end but great game great to follow we had a great year with both hurling and, and football and it's uh, you know great times for Carlo and to be honest coming up I said to you I think 18 points could probably win it the score 18 in total 115 but Antrim get the 119 and lose out narrowly and in with a great chance turning point at the end but it's not always the decision at the end or whatever Carlo however had some I don't want to reiterate it all the time but there was bad quality kicks in that second half whereas when Antrim went forward they, they, they came back with something all the time yeah they definitely did they had six wides in, in the whole game we had 11 and that tells its own story uh, you know there was times that we could have kicked simple points we said that free that they went they went for the goal and, and uh, unlucky should have popped it over the bar but it's all about experience it's all about learning and Antrim are just a little bit uh, ahead of us at the minute but we, we can build this will really build a, a year for us for but next year young for forward. Young team. Team. you know obviously there's one or two Lads. The two injuries probably wouldn't have helped. Uh, Kieran Moore and uh, uh, Shane Clark as well. They, they definitely uh, was a bit of experience. Yeah, Shane Clark. There, yeah. they, 
the experience that they would have had would have definitely helped because um, you know they, ha- they have they're there around that scene a long time. But uh, uh, and before I bring in Jerry Willie, we won't again from Antrim. We have a lot of Antrim people listening to us today as well because they were aware and with the social media we were on. They had some fine performances there. The goalkeeper Michael Byrne was good. Dominic McInhill was out in his own. McBride at corner. I thought Mark Jordan left half back was excellent for them also. Yeah, the, the endless running up and down the field, and that's what it's all about. You know, the, he never stopped. Rory McCann as well at twelve. Yeah, Rory McCann. Uh, but you can see, even you know, their for, their cornerback Patrick uh, McCormick, he got up and got a score. You know, their work rate off, off the ball is incredible, and that's the way the game has gone. It's all about power and pace. Now we have it at, to a certain level. We just need to improve on it and keep improving, and hopefully we can do that and add a couple of players, a young team, a young side going forward, and you know, future looks to be bright for Carlo Brendan. Okay, well, Antrim are into the semi-final of the Talta Cup. Jared Dines me briefly because we're going to get a bit of post-match as the wind increases here in Casement Park. Jared, it's over and out for Carlo, but they went. Uh, they died with their boots on. Absolutely, yeah. I've nothing but admiration for that group of lads. They died with their boots on. They really came back strongly in the second half. They were a long way behind at one stage and still came right back into it and make a game, made a game of it. Like they won the second half, one ten to eleven points. So, like they were way back behind at half time. Um, so, like in fairness, there's no lack of spirit or effort uh, or ability in the in the team. So, there's great hope for the future. A very young team, Ronnie growing uh, as, the, as, as the year progresses, and the Talking Cup has given them the opportunity to grow and develop uh, and as a group. And there is great potential in that group. And like we had enough chances to, to win the game. Yeah. I don't think there's happened between the teams. I don't think Antrim were. were that much better than this. I don't think they were better at all. In fact, okay, the scoreboard doesn't lie, but the, their goal was very fortunate. Just hit the hit the full forward and went into the net. Yeah. Um, so this, this, when it was three points in it, the referee had a great game, but he had, that was a horrible decision at the end. There. Ah, that was a tough one, Carl, to take. Like it was 50-50 which way we go there, and he, unfortunately we got, came out the wrong side of it. He gave it against us. Um, and there's other decisions, uh, you know. Yeah. You get them. There's no point in talking about. No, uh, but, the, but the moral of the story is Carlo lacked a bit of quality in front of goal when we needed points to kick bad weights. That's fair enough. Fair com- comment because it's probably one of our weaknesses. Um, we don't have too enough scoring forwards, and we need to look for scoring forwards. They're not that plentiful. Um, but even to the lads that we have, uh, to do a bit of coaching, a bit of more training on the, the training pitch. Uh, to be clever and get themselves into scoring positions. I told you last week we need a few Clonmore men in here, Jerry. You said a great run in the junior well, championship. There has to be a few lads out there. Yeah, well, we a bit of tradition. The, the, we have, you have know, loads of good players. We, we, we won the Division Two League semi-final the other night, beating Meisel and we're in the final now. Good, like good win. We have good, plenty of good players. Um, good lads that could maybe. If they answer the call, could c- come in and and, uh, and, to and do something for the county. Well, every club can do that. Jerry, listen, we have to fly to get a bit post, but Jody, thanks for everything during the year. You've been exceptional to us as PRO and uh, enjoyable run up to now. It's been brilliant. Now we can look forward to the domestic scene. The hurling championship starts in a fortnight, right. and the football in a few weeks' time. We can look forward to that. And thanks for everything during uh, the year. Th- thanks to Casey for the fan- fantastic coverage you've given us, and it's a pleasure to, to work with you. And uh, you know, that's my job to provide you with whatever information you need. And it's great that you, you reciprocate and cover every single game that we play. And we really appreciate that. And I'm sure the diaspora and uh, both home and abroad really appreciate the fact that they're able to, to uh, listen into the games. And yourself and Willie do a great job. Uh, you really add excitement to, to the games and it's, it's great to listen to you. Um, I'm just disappointed seeing the lads on the field now. You know, their years come to an end. They would have had an opportunity to play in Croke Park next Saturday, which would have been a great boost both to them and to the county. And it's a pity that they've been denied that opportunity. But there's always next year, Jared. They're young. Yeah, no, they are young and they're developing and improving. And I think, you know, uh, we 
Noel Carew should take a bow. He's done a great job. He's gelled them together and he took over a practically new team. Okay, one or two experienced players, Tyler Foley and Jordan Morrissey, maybe one or two from the previous team. But like, you had to bring a whole new group of lads together, develop them, bring them along, bring them up to county standards. And most teams would only have to bring in two or three lads a year yeah. we, we had about ten brand new players to county football and okay. that, that's not easy ok so well listen thanks very much for everything Gerard. we have to leave it at that because of a busy project back and thanks to yourself and Jim and everyone on the county board we look forward to the domestic season thanks to you Willie I know we'll be back in a few weeks time there's a bit of a gap until the football hurling takes preference in Carroll on the club and we look forward to that and uh, thank you to everyone who tuned into all our inter-county coverage over the last number of weeks and uh, on the great run and to Joe McDonough for the hurlers congratulations to them on winning that and well done on a fantastic effort against Dublin yesterday uh, from Willie Quinlan and myself here in uh, Corrigan Park. Willie, I know you want to get in the final word. Thanks very much for all your input. It's very much appreciated by everybody. Yeah, great. You really enjoyed it, uh, Brendan. The more games you could play, obviously, you know, the better for Carlo, the better for us as well. And uh, we travelled these around uh, watching these guys all over the country, even as far as London uh, this year. We were hoping to go to New York. New York didn't get <laughs> next there. Next year. Maybe, maybe next year. But uh, great year. Really looking forward to it. And uh, hopefully, you know, we can get back on the road in, in the next couple of months as well. Oh, Okay, well, thanks to Ken back at base, Ken Maguire, head of sport, Shane O'Keefe, and Robbie Dowling, and Bernard Horahan, who is not with us today, who has been with us right throughout. He's out on a cert, so he's not available <laughs> today. The final score in Corrigan Park in Belfast it's a win for Antrim by four points over Carlow, 119 to Antrim, 115 to Carlow. Thanks to Dan Morrissey and Cole, the League of Their Own, our proud sponsors this afternoon, for Brendan Hennessy, Willie Quinlan, and Jared Dial in Corrigan Park. We'll hand you back to the studio, and don't forget, plenty of post match audio from the hurling Manchester, from the Dublin camp and from Carlow coming up on scoreline later on this afternoon good night from Belfast KCLR Live Sport the 2023 Talchin Cup quarter final Antrim versus Carlow with thanks to Dan Morrissey and co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam see danmorrisseyandco.com